Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight we are playing something new with a lot of players in a different system, Unknown Armies. The scenario is Jailbreak. It was written by Greg Stoltz, and it's available from DriveThruRPG. It features in the One-Shots Scenario Collection. Our Game Master is Matthew Sanderson, and this is a One-Shot. Some of us are unfamiliar with the system, so bear that in mind while you watch. Without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Matt. Right, thank you very much, Tom. So, it has been quite a few years since I've run this system, and indeed run this scenario. So, for my own benefit, and the benefit of those that haven't played UA before, we're going to do a quick run-through of how the rules work. So, there's a helpful... Uh, document you can find online if you do a, uh, do a quick search for it that gives you about the rules, which is a one-page summary of how the how the game works. It uses percentile dice, so 2d10, and that's pretty much all the dice you need for the game. There might be the rare exception where you need to re-roll one of those dice if you add a single dice to anything. But generally those two, to make a number between 0, 1 and 0, 0, 100, that's all you need to do. The general principle is you're looking to roll under your stat or skill, but roll high. So if you've got a 70 in something you're trying to roll for, get like in the high 60s upwards. That's kind of the general ethos is roll under, but high under your target. Uh, if you roll and the dice comes up as zero, then that can count as a 10 for purposes of when you need to, uh, when you need to do damage or adding things up. Uh, there are four stats in the game on each of your sheets. You have body, speed, mind, and soul. Each one of those has a series of stat, uh, series of abilities linked to them. So body is pretty much as as it says on the tin. It's things that would be like strength related. Uh, speed is almost dexterous. Uh, mind is knowledge and education, and soul is kind of a bit of the weird one. It's of power in terms of Call of Cthulhu, but also it's where some of your social uh, skills are based off as well. Uh, to do skill checks, these are determined by ultimately how much time you've got to do a roll and also how much of a skill you've got. Uh, we've got minor skill checks. As long as you've got 15% uh, in a skill, then that's uh, good enough. You don't you don't have to um, to make a roll for that if you're not under pressure. You just do it. If you haven't, then your stat is the associated stat for that skill is reduced by thirty percent, and then you do need to make a roll against it. For a significant skill check, this is where it's God. There's a bit of uncertainty. There might be some actual risk. That's the point when you're going to roll the dice. But you're looking to roll potentially uh, equal to or under your skill level if you. Uh, if you succeed, that's a strong success. If you roll equal to or under your stat, then that's a kind of weaker success. So you can still get a good chance of actually performing actions. Because as you'll see in this, your skills are quite low for the majority of uh, the skills that you've got. 15 is kind of the default where the free, uh, the free skills start. So they're pretty low. Major skill checks are when you're in tense situations. This is when, such as you're in combat, you're at risk. Then you're aiming to get under your skill. So that's when it becomes pretty tense and pretty dangerous to start making rolls. Uh, you say roll, roll your dice. Sometimes there are minimum rolls that you have to uh, perform. You have to get to a certain target. Like if you're performing called shots or anything like that, then you have to roll a minimum level and still succeed. Uh, 
It's like, for instance, going after a particular body part might be you have to get a minimum of 30%. So if you've only got a 15% skill, you're not going to do it. You're just not skilled enough to be able to achieve that kind of level of success. Uh, for those of you that play Delta Green, you might be familiar with the match successes and match failures rules. This is where that mechanic came from, because you'll find some of the same design team uh, worked on Delta Green as well as UA. So you roll matched numbers like 11, 66, 44. And as long as it's a success, good things happen. If it's over your target number, bad things happen and it gets real bad real quick. Uh, fumbles, such as when you roll double zero, the worst thing possible occurs. Zero one, a critical, the best things possible happen. Uh, on your sheet, now you, um, for the PDFs I've supplied, you might need to zoom in a bit on this because it's a, it can be a little bit tricky on how the formatting works. On your skill list, you'll see one skill is in bold. Whenever I put it, I normally underline it or put a box around it or do something to make it really obvious. But in this case, it's just bold, but you might have to zoom in. That is your obsession skill. This is something that is core to your personality, which is kind of your shtick. This is the thing that you do and that you do really well. When you roll that, uh, that skill, let's say you rolled 91. If it's your obsession skill, you can flip-flop it and turn that 91 into a 19. doesn't cost anything, but you can only do it on your obsession skill. Unless you end up having to, do a, end up having to use a passion, uh, the passion stimulus. These are your rage, fear, and noble stimuluses. If anything meets those criteria and you want to make a roll, you can cash those in once per game for each one of those to get a flip-flop. So, for instance, let's say that someone has a noble skill of helping the innocent and you see an old lady trying to cross the road and there's a car barreling towards her. You rush forwards and try to do a, a grapple roll to pull her back onto the street. You roll that 91 and go, oh, crap, I've, uh, she's going to get splatted by a bus. You can flip-flop back to become a 19 and drag her out to safety, assuming that 19 would be a success for you. Uh, you can also shift roles uh, when it comes to combat. This is uh, one thing to observe more than situational modifiers. Uh, we'll get when we go into combat. We'll go through step by step what you need to do. But bear in mind you can have what they call a focus on a particular target. If you want to go all out on a single person, you can elect to choose that your skill gets a plus ten, plus twenty, or plus thirty bump. Let's say that. Uh, Juan is going all out on Donna, just picking two names on my on my screen here. Um, the, Juan decides, I'm going to take a like plus, uh, plus 10 shift on Donna to get more of a decent, uh, decent attack. Juan gets his plus 10 shift, but everyone else that then attacks Juan gets plus 10 against him. And if they focus on each other, they can stack, but they only go up to a maximum of plus 30. Again, we'll get to that option but um, because you have to declare that in combat. It's always something to, to know because your skills are so low, it gives you the ability to find out you hit someone or do something against someone. And yeah, the rest of it, uh, mainly I think the last thing we'll cover is madness. Because this game, being a horror game, does have madness. It's a bit like Call of Cthulhu in that sense. But madness is divided up into different categories. And these have hardened and failed notches. Uh, the first stress meter, violence, as it says on the tin, 
being in a combat, being in a fight, being in something really horrifically violent can be pretty horrifically scary. So you can be either hardened or failed to that, depending on if you've been in a few fights, if you've kind of held your own. If you've got a hardened notch, and this applies to any of the um, madness meters, checks come in different ranks. If you've got a number of hardened notches equal to the rank, the stress level that you're being asked to roll, you don't even pick up the dice. You, you say, oh, I've been through this before. It's like a soldier doesn't have to got make a stress check for being punched in the face. But if someone with zero violence would have to make that check because uh, being attacked with a weapon, shot or slash is a one uh, rank one violence check. But yeah, you've been around the block a few times. You know, you know what a fight is. You don't have to make that. You don't have to make that roll. Then there's the unnatural. Without going into detail, there's weird shit in this game. And boy, does it get real weird real, real quick. Uh, there's also helplessness which is essentially representing the loss of control. People are comfortable when they're in control of their situations. When that control goes away, they get scared real quick. Uh, isolation is a bit of a weird one, which is that people generally crave human contact. Uh, being quite an introvert myself, I've never really got this. I'd be quite happy being on my own on a desert island without any human contact. But anyway, apparently in this game, it can fuck you up. So there are various ways that if you are isolated for a long period of time, that it can make you go a bit screwy in the head. And the last one is self. This is probably the most complex one because this is where you are, you are forced to do something or do something by accident where, real, where you realize that it contravenes your own sense of who you are. So for instance, if you end up finding yourself breaking a promise that you really didn't want to break, or you do something that you think, actually, was I really capable of that? Or can I even do this? That's when you'd be rolling a self-stress. Uh, uh, when you get to 10 of those, hardened notches this is, across the board, that's when you start to go a little bit desensitized to things, that you become a little bit too numb to the world around you. If you end up with five failed notches in any one single madness meter, so like five violence, five unnatural, whatever, as long as it's in a single band, you're also then getting into the realms of permanent insanity, that the, your, your mind is really starting to be on the point of breaking. Um, if that does happen, I'll be impressed to see it happen in a one-shot, but if it does happen, if the dice really hate you, then we'll get to, uh, we'll get to that if it does happen. Um, the way that you make a roll against these, um, these stress meters is it's a mind roll whenever, you need to, uh, whenever you're encountered by something that basically will start to freak you out. And if you fail it, there are three different options that you can, uh, that you can go down. You can either uh, basically run away from what scares you. Uh, you can be paralyzed with fear, or you can go apeshit and attack it. And that craziness will last until the source of whatever it is uh, basically goes away. Right. And with that said... I think that it's probably time that we can begin the scenario, unless anyone has any questions. Uh, I, I'm curious. So the um, the hardened number uh, tells you tells us about how much trauma we are pre prepared for. Does the fail? When does the failed number come into yeah. play, and how does it change? The failed number, if you, like, for instance, using an uh, example here, pulling some numbers out of the air, let's say you are 
in a situation where you're attacked by what they call a magical blast and a magical attack that is targeted against you. If you've never had that happen before, that is a uh, an unnatural check at rank five. So you have a look to see how many hardened notches you've got on your on your sheet. If you have got hardened to unnatural five or more, you don't pick up the dice and you don't need to roll because you're you're already fine with that. You, you've been around you can say you've been around the occult underworld and you know this kind of stuff happens. If you have less than five, you make a mind roll. If you succeed, you get a hardened notch. So let's say you have three hardened notches in unnatural, you go up to four hardened notches. So gradually over time, you will get desensitized to these things. If you fail the mind roll, you pick up a failed notch. I think there is a scale in the core book for kind of how it describes how you become a bit more twitchy and the kind of behavior that you have. For a one shot, I'm not going to hold you to say this is the set responses you've got. Just treat it on for yourself as a gauge as to how close to breaking point you are getting. That by the time you get to five, that's when you are all out. Anything will set you over the edge if you need to even think about picking the dice up. Okay. Any more for any more? Nope. Right. Right. I think we can we can begin then. So there's a bit of a canned intro that's provided for the game, which I think sets the scene quite nicely. So I'll, I'll read that out and set the scene. It was not a quiet night. A sudden storm blew across the farmlands, bringing thunder and lightning. An old man and his wife looked out at the storm as it turned to hail. They discussed going to the cellar, deciding only to do so if the weather became more extreme. They did not listen to the radio, so they didn't, they didn't hear the news. They didn't try to call anyone, so they didn't know their phone lines had been cut. They did not know whether there had been a jailbreak. They did not know a guard had been taken hostage by four convicts, convicts who had then seized a van on the highway. Maybe the wife briefly saw a face at the window and dismissed it as a trick of the light and her own fancy. Maybe the husband squinted his, his aged eyes into the storm, but their dog was quiet. Their house was secure from the storm, and neither really suspected. They had no clue until they felt a cold draught from the direction of the back door, until they turned and saw a large man pointing a pistol at them. He was soaking wet, dressed in orange coveralls with Surrey State Penitentiary stenciled on the back and front. His eyes were wide, but his voice was calm as he said, Do what we say and no one dies. And then he looked over his shoulder and said, Ice prick, bring in the others. And that is where we start. So, man with the gun, would you like to identify yourself? Uh, Steve Updake. Uh, uh, you know, upstanding citizen now. Uh, so come on, bring them in, get them in the dining room. I'm sorry to interrupt your uh, your wonderful dinner that I'm sure you had planned, but uh, come on, clear clear out the area. We need a space for our, uh, our little guests here. Oh, get, get out of here. No, get. no, 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 no. See, I'm what you call a friend. You don't turn away a friend, especially one that comes bearing gifts. So you go ahead, you take a, oh, hello, ma'am. It's a, it's a pleasure. Well, what's, what are you doing in my house? Well, we're just taking ourselves out of the storm for a little bit. We're going to go ahead and set up some of our friends here because we're all friends here. All right. We're all friends. See me, Ice Pick. His name's Ice Pick, by the way. 
Uh, he's a real, real fun fella. We won't do this. Uh, Juan, Juan, give a, give a, give a howdy hi if you don't mind. Yeah, look, folks, uh, just, just come in the other room. Come and sit down. We'll uh, just, just do what he says. He's kind of, you know, in charge. Right come on. No, yeah, in charge. Yeah, Morton. Oh, uh, don't try calling anybody. It, it won't work. It, Morton took care of that. Thank you, Morton. You're welcome. Oh, no! Look, come here, lady. Come on, it's it's gonna be okay. Yeah, don't touch my it, wife. Come in here and sit. At this point, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm assuming I've got like one arm, like like uh, either on or near the officer, and I'm gonna take him with with his. I've got his stun gun kind of up against his back, so he doesn't get any funny ideas. And I'm gonna kind of lead him into the other room and sit him down, kind of uh, you know, uh, following Steve's plan of like. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, Juan's right. Let's just all take a seat. Listen, nobody has to, this is, you know, we all, everyone has to listen. Nobody has to get hurt. There you go. Sir, ma'am, uh, I'm sorry about this. Uh, these are these men are dangerous. Uh, I think that the safest and wisest course is um, just do, do what they say. My apologies. I'm, I'm going to put my hand on, uh, on Jake's uh, shoulder, and I'm going to lean over and say, you need to be quiet. And, and Jake knows he's a friend of ours, you know, from, uh, yeah, whatever. You get it. Um, yeah, come on. Come on. You two, uh, you two nice ladies. Come on. You don't have to do this. Oh, it, it's okay. We're, we're all friends. It's you're fine. You'll get your car back once we're all done and you can go on your merry way with, uh, what's her face. I saw that you ran out of petrol. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, you know, we call it gasoline here in wherever we are. Where are we anyways? Jeez. You know what? Oh, I don't need weird. geography. I don't need it. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Yep, let's let's all get in here. Get yeah. Officer, you first. What and, time uh, is it, Matt? Yeah. Oh, this is fairly late at night now. This is about maybe 10 o'clock. So okay. just coming up to the time that uh, Ella and Uda would have been thinking about going to bed in the not too distant future. So it is say fairly late and the, the hail is coming down outside in kind of golf ball and tennis ball sized lumps. So going out there for any length of time is going to get pretty painful. I'm, I'm going to check the kitchen to see if there's anything in there. Okay. So you go through from the uh, from the uh, the main Ooh. living room where Uda and um, and Ella were to begin with, you're probably quite grateful to get out of there because you can see there is a dog that's uh, in the living room. Oh, Jesus that's, uh, Christ! Kind of poking out from behind the corner of a sofa. What kind of and, dog? Uh, looks like a. Well, in fact, actually, we'll leave that to um, Uda. What um, what type of dog do you want your lovely companion to be? Um, kind of like a a black lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a gigantic what, a wolfhound or something. Alaskan Malamut, yeah, kind of takes yeah. up half the room. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like the dog. Yeah, you, you could back out of there fairly quick. Uh, you go through the uh, you go through the dining room to get to the kitchen. So obviously the big heavy dining room table. There's some chairs around that in the in the dining room, and yeah, and the kitchen. That you've come through because I believe that's where the back door is. Yeah, the back door is from the kitchen and then comes through into the into the living room. 
that is kind of spacious. There's plenty of room. There's a gas range cooker. I mean, it's a little out of date, you'd think. It's probably not. The appearance of the house is that it could evidently do with a good lick of paint. So from the outside, every time there's uh, a thunder blast in the distance, the, the windows rattle. And combined with the uh, the storm outside, you've got the place is getting a bit beaten up, but it looks like it's been beaten up for a few years before this as well. <laughs> but yeah, a little rundown. And everything here is kind of old. There's there's nothing here that looks really new. I mean, from the living room, you didn't see a TV. Um, you didn't even see a radio. Uh, there was a little record player in the corner uh, that you saw that had some uh, gramophone wind up and some discs. This is it. a farm, yeah, so mm-hmm. 60s decor. I mean, farmhouse 60s decor. Yeah, with, with a vaguely European feel to it as well. Yeah. Um, given the name that you you may think that the uh, Krasmerski is probably immigrants of some kind. There's kind of tw- a little twang in the accent that you can't quite place. Um, there is a large fridge freezer in here, uh, which yeah. is probably the only modern piece of technology that you've seen in the place. I'm hoping for some chicken or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you, um, you're going to start cooking? I'm not in the same room as you anymore. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that, there is a pantry that you can see that's got uh, the, I mean, the open door that goes through. To, that's where all the food seems to be kept. Okay. Although off to one side, you do see this weird uh, thing sat in the corner. And it looks a bit like a dishwasher, but it's not any kind of dishwasher that you recognize. You're fairly sure dishwashers don't have hands in them. Hmm. It's weird. Uh, but I'm, I'm more interested, is there any like cold leftovers or anything in the fridge uh there's a few but it is pretty sparse mm. it looks like they don't eat much around here i wonder what they had for dinner nothing on the stove uh there's probably a couple of uh probably mucky pans but otherwise it looks like most of the dishes have been put into the into this weird got framework and you can see there's Got rubber glove covered hands that were on uh, mechanical arms, uh, equipped with ones holding a brush, ones holding a sponge. You can see there's a couple of nozzles in there as well that look like they could potentially act as some kind of cleaning mechanism, but it's the weirdest fucking dishwasher you've ever seen. Yeah, well, maybe it's some weird new thing they got. Damn it, they don't have any food. Uh, can I grab a, a- a butcher knife or a paring knife or something? Yeah, if you have a look through the drawers in here, there's plenty of knives. Uh, there's regular knives. There is a big butcher knife and also a 10-inch uh, big slicer as well. So, yeah, if you want okay. a butcher knife, you can grab that. I'll take the butcher knife and see if I can slip it into my belt. Just so yep. that I... I mean, not in my pants because i cut myself, but like through my belt. And then I'm just going to walk back out there. Mm-hmm. Don't you people eat? No leftovers? Well, well, it's only my myself and my husband. I, I don't cook much food. My wife is an excellent cook. And you got any coffee? Yes. I I could start a, a fresh pot. If if coffee is what what you want, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah you ahead. get in here and 
Make some coffee. Uh, what's I'll, your, uh... I'll stay with her. Okay, what's the little fella's name? The dog you got? It's, I love dogs. Uh, it's, uh, it's my dog, Tristan. Oh. Oh. Oh, come here, Tristan. Oh, no, 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 no. Put that outside. Why? No, he's a, he's, no, he's, a, he's in fine. He's a perfectly good dog. No, he could have it trained to attack any one of you. Hailing. Got no. late. Uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't attacked anybody so far. He's a, uh, he's a very friendly dog. We are in their house. I'm going to help Ellie get up. I'm going to be gentle with her. I'm not, I don't want to seem threatening, but I'm going to walk with her to the kitchen and keep my eye on that fucking dog. Dog just sits there, real big puppy eyes looking really. To everyone else, it looks like the cutest dog in the world. To you, it's like fucking Cerberus. This thing is like giving you the evil eye. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, come here, come here, Tristan. Come here. And he's gonna get down right next to it, and you can't help but notice the gun by it. So yeah, Tristan and I are gonna be real good friends, aren't we? And that'll just keep everybody friendly here, huh? He um he doesn't bark, he doesn't even he doesn't growl, he doesn't even go kind of woof, he just kind of sits there and looks at you. Tail gently wagging from side to side. Oh, yeah. And, it's a good boy. Uh, Ella will start making a pot of coffee under Juan's watchful eye. Mm-hmm. And Juan's uh, just going to go ahead and check, lift up all the phone receivers and make sure there isn't a dial tone. Yep. Not, not after you successfully cut the phone lines. So you're all good. So in a moment of boredom, I'll probably, while I'm watching Ella, I'll say, so well. What kind of dishwasher is that? Never seen anything like it. Oh, uh, it's one of my husband's works. He's very good with machines. He's an inventor? Of sorts. Weird looking. It's Let me help you odd. with that. Oh, th- thank you. Look, we're not going to hurt you. Just, just do whatever Steve wants you to do and we'll be out of here we, we just gotta stay out of the storm okay. so Steve those of you back in the uh, back in the living room uh, taking in a bit more of the decor you can hear obviously those those two talking in the in the kitchen the room you're in there's a nice couple of uh, big sofas in here kind of over padded over stuffed quite well worn and, and such here. Say with this vaguely European feel about the room, it looks nice and comfortable and nice and cosy. There's also, off in the corner that may attract some of your eyes, there's a, what you think to begin with is maybe like a little table, but it's got a frame around it. And sat in there are what look to be two little wind-up uh, little figurines, uh, one of which looks like a gorilla with a pair of boxing gloves, and the other one looks like a, uh, I think it's, he says, trying to remember the description. It's a gorilla and a. Pretty sure the other one's a lion, uh, right? Uh, no, gorilla and a bear. That's it. Bear. That's it. Uh, so the bear also has bo- boxing gloves. Big key in the back of them that you evidently wind up. And it looks like some kind of boxing ring that's a little a little toy area that's been set up in the corner. 
it was rock'em the- sock'em. My 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 brother and I loved that growing up. Yeah, it's um, it's just a just a thing. I'm I'm just a thing I made. Just a thing. Does it work? Can you turn it on? Yeah, it it it'll, it'll work. Yeah. Well, are you see. going over and demonstrating, or are you uh, leaving them to play around with it? I'm I'm I don't want them touching anything, so I'm going to go over and yeah, I'll turn it on a little bit. Okay, you, you turn the uh, the key on the back of them a couple of times, and for those of you that uh, that pay attention to it, you can see the uh, go the bear straighten up, brings up its uh, gloves, and then marches forward towards the gorilla which likewise then does the same. And they start having a little sparring match between them. Uh, You can see the gorilla evidently does a couple of jabs, tries to go for an uppercut, goes for a swing, and the bear weaves and ducks out of the way as the gorilla's becoming more aggressive between them. And it's actually quite a fantastic piece of engineering here for what evidently seems clockwork. I mean, this this seems more like something you'd find as real high-end AI-controlled toy. This, This is pretty impressive. Does it sound like, well, what, does it make a noise when it's turned and does it clack and jutter? Oh, yes. What do, the, what do the joints look like? Are they covered with fake fur or can you see, you know, the little metallic elbow or? Uh, the former, they are all covered. You can hear the clockwork mechanism inside, but you can't see any of the mechanism itself. So, uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, you seeing that? What kind of weapons you got here, Uder? You got a, or sorry, I guess we don't know your name. What's your name, pal? I'm uh, Uder. Uder. And, uh, that's, that's my my wife, Ella. Uder Ella. How about that? Match made in heaven. What kind of weapons you got in this place, huh? I d- I don't have any weapons. Oh come oh. on, it's a farm. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. No, we're we're very very peaceful, Ella and I. We 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 don't have any weapons. No. How do you keep how do you keep vermin from eating your crops? Uh we we I put out like noise making traps, scarecrows, that kind of stuff. What? Uder, are you lying to us? No, we don't we don't have any weapons. Mm. I'm going to lean over to Steve. <clears throat> What's the plan here? Well, I think we're going to need to keep everybody together. If they got like a closet, we can shove these, you know, these folks into. That might be the easiest way to keep them quiet for the night. But uh, I say we just keep them and see what the morning holds. This hailstorm can't last forever, and they've got to have a car out of here. Yes, well... I'd like to remind you that these people have nothing to do with what we're involved in, and we are in their home. Of course. This is a completely reasonable thing. We're all friends here. It's like I keep saying. I'm not lying. We're all friends. And I, I, it would just break my heart if somebody were to, you know, mess with that. So I think we'll, I think we all understand. We're just going to be chill. Good. Ella, why don't you hold the door for me and I'll take this tray out for everybody. Oh, okay. Got and nine coffee Ella cups will... and a pot of coffee. And Ella will hold open the door for you. I walk out my 
I hand Steve his cup first. I hand, oh, no, uh, no, thanks. I uh, I won't be taking anything. No coffee? No. I watched her. It's coffee. It's not, it's not rat poison. Tell you what, take a sip and we'll just see what happens later. Okay? Oh, fine. I'm not going to stand here holding this fucking tray. Set it on the table. Uh, we'll even use a coaster. Thank you. I hand Jake, Jake a cup. Uh, and I, I'll take a cup. I drink it. Ladies. Pretty, pretty damn good coffee. In, in, the, uh, in the words <clears throat> of a certain FBI detective or <laughs> FBI special agent, damn fine coffee. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you. It, w- it was it was Juan, right? Juan. Yeah. Yeah. You you have a lot of siblings. You have family. You have kids. Of course I do. I don't have I'm kids. A, I, I'm uh, a I'm a parent myself. My uh my uh <clears throat> yes. My wife left me when I got in prison. Rosita. That's um, terrible. You had a wife. Sorry, Juan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're you're lucky. Yeah, Trump. So, tell me more of your story. I, I'm, I'm interested. Let, you let, let's tell my story. I, but I, uh, I'm sure that everyone has a wonderful story that we can Mr. tell together. Mr. Kramorski is here. It's apparently some sort of an inventor. He's got a strange washing machine in the in the kitchen. You ever thought about taking that on Shark Tank or something there? Oh no, I no, I I just dabble in this and that. I make toys. That's all I do. So no weapons, just toys. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, I just make toys. You know, little well things like the the boxing bear and uh, gorilla. That's kind of what I do. This boxing toy, Mister Krasmerski. How long did it take you to make something like this? Well, you know, I, I'm not as young as I used to be, so it, it takes me quite a while to to do this kind of work. You know, I've got arthritis and, and everything. Who who wins, Mr. Krasmerski? The bear or the gorilla? It's it's random. Hmm. Have you ever considered getting a patent on any of your inventions? I'm sure that with you know, uh, the right paperwork, we could get that done super quickly. And yeah, you know, it would be only for a nominal fee, of course. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Well, you it know, is if important you got... to protect your intellectual property. And we got all the time in the world tonight. So, you know, if you want to hash some of that stuff out, maybe do some estate planning. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to talk to Ella about what, you know, and thing. that's very personal, I think. Sure, sure. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know you said you don't have weapons, but do you mind showing maybe a couple of the associates around and just just to be sure, you know, you don't have anything that looks like a it, it, it's a toy gun, but maybe it shoots real bullets. Huh? Oh, no, no, nothing. I, I don't make anything dangerous. no. Nothing like that. Oh, but see, we're real good. We can figure out how to make stuff dangerous. 
Why would you want to do that? These are kids' toys. Yeah, well, it's handy. You don't got a TV? I haven't watched TV in so long. No, no, we don't. We don't. We don't have TV. What do you guys do for fun? Well, we we have our our gramophone. We we listen to to music. We, gramophone. We, oh yes, uh, the or uh, my apologies, the the record player. Do you have a radio, ma'am? Uh, no, just the record player. So, what sort of music do you listen to? Yeah, I'll look oh, at their collection. Uh, if you do want to listen to something, or uh, feel free to pick. What are these big black round things? <laughs> those are oh, called seventy-eights. The vinyl collection, huh? Oh yes. Ice pick. Have you found a? Uh, well, I hate to say it. Have you found an ice pick yet? You got to get yourself armed. Uh I mean, I've got the I've got the stun gun, but that's a good idea. Uh, do you have an ice pick? <laughs> Why on earth would we have an ice pick? What is going on here? Yeah, have a gramophone. What, kind of, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what kind of farmers are you? You don't have a gun. You don't have an ice pick. You've got inventions and gramophones. What is going on? Hey, hey, hey. Do you keep a shovel around? Oh, yeah. We got shovels and, you know, Rakes. garden tools and all kinds of that kind of stuff. I mean, we're not that strange. Well, a spade's like an ice pick if you if you kind of think about it. Well, unwieldy though. They got knives yeah. in the they got knives in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I'm so going to go to the, the kitchen and I'm going to keep it, grab a knife and just come back and sit down. Yeah, plenty plenty of knives in that. It's not a problem. Um, as you pick up the knife from one of the drawers and you turn around, um, your eye catches the uh, kind of semi-open door into the into the pantry, and you kind of do a little bit of a double take because for a second you think there's something, almost like a statue, sat on one of the shelves, and you realise it's it's actually something a bit more mechanical. It looks like almost a a dancer that's dressed in a ball gown tux, so a long coat coming off the back, arm wrapped around what looks like a can, and then attached to the arm is a circular blade, and its other hand is up in a position as if it stopped mid-pirouette or mid-dance move, and it looks like some kind of weird kind of can opener. All right, I was uh, returning to the living room, but seeing that, Morton's just too curious. I'm going to go inspect it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, from the position that it's been put in, it looks like a can has been inserted from the front, and then this thing hasn't been wound up fully. It's kind of in a, a stasis uh, mode. And, yeah, this thing, you can kind of guess that it would be able to move around it, suspended by a point where the hand is connected to a bit above, that it would turn and twist. And as this thing twists around, it would presumably cut open the can. Is there a can of uh, baked beans in here somewhere? Yeah, easily a can of baked beans. In fact, the, almost a whole row of them that you can see up there. It's a good, it's a good staple food. 
I'm going to try to see if I can't use this thing to open the can. Okay. Yep. You put the can in, cut it into the slot, and then there's a, a big chunky wheel underneath it, or a key that you turn. Again, you can hear the thing cranking up, and then without any music or any kind of accompaniment, this thing almost seems to come to life in front of your eyes. It moves in such a fluid motion that you can see as it turns and pirouettes, it gazes longingly at the can. You can almost feel the emotion come off the eyes of this little figurine. And as its hand turns, it slices the top of the can off as it spins and spins and spins. And finally, the lid pops off and then the doll just gazes longingly into what evidently seems to be a can of beans and then slowly comes to a stop, all the life draining out of it. Okay, I'm going to grab a spoon and return to the living room. And having noticed that uh, Mr. Krasmerski um, seemed not too keen on us touching his stuff, I'm going to take my seat again on the couch and uh, address him and say, I'm very sorry, I was hungry. Nice can opener, by the way. Yeah, it's... I'm pretty fond of it myself. Um, you all need to be very careful with some of my inventions. You know, I, they can be dangerous if mishandled. So just just be very careful with it, you know. Well, I appreciate um, that, sir. You're very and, good. And, and they're, they're delicate as well. I mean, you know, they could come apart and all that stuff. I can fix it, but, you know, just be careful with, with some of the things in my house but of course sir well i i'm i i'm intrigued it's uh could you yeah could you could you take me to some of these uh ones that are dangerous when mishandled i'd be real interested well i don't have anything like you know you just just if you want to see something just ask me and I, i'm happy to show you how it works steve yeah, give the guy a break. He's an old man. We don't need to terrorize these people. We just need to get to the point where we can leave safely. I don't... I Are you terrorized? I don't feel like I'm terrorizing. Maybe I... Well, these are, these, are just, these are just people. Yeah. Well, this a, certainly... Ha- this isn't how I thought we were going to spend our Friday evening. <laughs> us either. <laughs> yeah, us either. Uh, tell you what, why don't... Uh, why don't we take a little trip uh, and let's just kind of check out the area. I'm kind of interested in what kind of stuff you got around here. So any meeny. Steve. Uh, Jan- Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I use the bathroom, please? Good yeah, Lord. I need to actually, the, the coffee, women of a certain age, it, it goes through real quick. I, I'm busting. Oh, I know the feeling, dear. Um, uh-huh. Want me to take them? Yeah. Why don't you do that? All right. You you can't think that's not how this is gonna fight. I I I, I really I need my is there, more, is there is more there than one bathroom? Like I, I I can't hold it. I I'm I uh, Ella, the, is there more than one bathroom here? There's there's a there's a bathroom down here and there's one upstairs. Okay. Does the one down here have a window? Uh it's a yes. bathroom yeah, I- in a farmhouse. It has a window. It's not a cell block. Hey, hey. Yeah. Come well, on. I'm just so, all right, well, 
I'm just saying, uh, if who's going upstairs? Oh, that doesn't matter to me. All right. How about I... Janet? You go upstairs and then, uh, you know, Morton, if you don't see her come down, you know, something's a, something's a muck or, you, you know, and then I'll take I'll... Donna to this, to this bathroom. I'll, so... I'll, I'll go with Janet upstairs. All I right. Won't go into the bathroom with you know, yeah because i mean at least the, the upstairs one i'm assuming if they jump out the window we'll hear when they scream and they, as they break their legs hitting the ground while they're doing this matt i'd like to kind of go around the perimeter of the house and just peek outside of all the blinds and see what the weather's doing and if there's anybody coming up the road sure yeah you have a good look round. uh you basically do a circuit round the uh, the route would take you from the living room. You then go round kind of the utility room and stairs to the cellar block, into the dining room, into the kitchen, and then back round would then be through to the bathroom and then back out into the living room. Um, outside, it is pretty dark and there are no lights for miles around. Uh, it doesn't look as though there's any neighbouring structures out here for as far as the eye can see. Uh, not uncommon in areas like this. You think if there are neighbouring farms, they are likely going to be a hell of a long way away. You also remember from where you had to ditch the car about a mile away, you are quite away from the highway down a long driveway. So if anyone did start coming down here, A, they would have to have the lights on the car because otherwise it's pitch black, which would be a dumb move, especially in this, in this weather. You know the direction which, in which to look, which is pretty much out the front door. So the, uh, towards the front porch angle, you would be able to see them coming from a long way away if a car was coming. And thankfully, there is nothing coming yet. All right. As I pass the uh, door to the cellar, Morton's just too curious. What have they got down there? Okay, the door to the cellar is locked. Oh. Now, one has gone upstairs to mind one bathroom. David is minding the other bathroom downstairs and Morton is taking a tour. Yeah, Steve's staying put then, I guess, huh? Yeah, I guess Steve's staying put. And I'm if Steve turns his back on me for a tenth of a second. Oh, uh, that's okay. He's... Tristan will tell me if uh, I know I'm keeping my eye on you there, Jake. Keeping well, I my distance if I can. I... I didn't say that out loud, frankly. That's right, right. <laughs> that was a telepathic note to the, to the voice above. Hey, what's this uh, over here? <laughs> Janet, I need you to leave the door open a little. Uh, well, open. Look, I'm not I a know pervert. You, I can, you come I'm from not... a place with no, no personal stands, but I have a right to my privacy. You know, you and I both know that I'm not going to do anything stupid. Just let me piss in peace. I ain't going to peek at you, I swear. Look, I won't latch the door. You happy with that? I'll leave it just that little bit. So if you you really are so consumed with coming in and watching a lady taking a shit. I ain't going to watch. That's your choice. You keep talking to me, though, while you're in there. Keep talking to you. Well... If you're going to talk to me, then I want to know your story, Juan. You know, you, you mentioned that your wife left you. I, I had a client down in Tampa who, uh, when he got pulled up on some drug charges that were bullshit, by the way. Um, 
He got pulled up on some drug charges, and not only did his old lady leave him, she burned his house down for good measure. Fucking crazy bitch. Not, not too unlike my story. I, I didn't, I didn't do a damn thing. You didn't do a damn thing. You got pulled up on nope. bullshit. I got pulled up on a DWH driving while Hispanic. Oh, those motherfuckers. Yeah. Juan, I'm sorry that you've gone through this. Uh, but the good thing is there are some loser fuckhead lawyers that only show up, try and do their little A Few Good Men Act and then collect a check when their client goes home guilty regardless. I'm not like that. I like to actually help my clients. I like to get them off of these bullshit charges. You know, there are some people, <clears throat> Steve, um, who deserve to be in jail and that's completely fine with me. But people like you, people like Donna's son, who I'm currently working for, they don't deserve to be in jail. There's bullshit charges. I hate that shit. One, I sense that- You'll forgive me if I have absolutely no faith in a system that puts innocent people in jail, so. Oh, no, I completely understand. And honestly, I agree. But, Quan, I think there is a possibility that if this all goes to shit and you end up in front of some hokey judge somewhere, I want you to give me a call and I'll do it pro bono. We'll get that shit sorted out. there's any way that I'm ever going to risk going back into that place again, I have no intention of even taking the chance of going back. I'm going to get away from here, take on a new identity, whatever I have to do. That's great. You do that, Juan. But if something goes wrong, what are you going to do? Are you just going to kill yourself? I don't think so. you got family. you got things that matter to you. Why the fuck would you kill yourself? No. Family doesn't matter to me anymore. They don't care about me. They've left me. I don't even know where they are anymore. Juan, I heard once a beautiful piece of poetry that told me you can never go too far where you can't come back home again. And I think that's true. I think that's a, a real thing that happens in life. Well, my home is where I am and I am at home. I have no pride. I don't need people. I don't need anything, at least not for now. I just got to get away from here. It was luck that got me out of that place. Sometimes luck is knowing the right person. I Look, Juan, I am more than happy to sit by, sit pretty, as I was told to do all through law school and just get us out of here. But I'm telling you now that there are people and there are places that can help. I've, I've finished uh, peeing a little while ago. Now, um, while we're having this conversation, I'd like to just sort of cast my eye around the bathroom. Um, I want to find like, if there's any, like, uh, this is the upstairs bathroom near their bedroom. So I assume there's like toothbrushes and stuff in here. I want to look for like personal grooming items um, and then just sort of rifle through uh, medication as well. Um, just sort of effects like that. Hey, I will uh, tear myself away from the stress check. I'm making someone roll in the, in the chat. <laughs> so 
having a look through the upstairs bathroom, um, there's a medicine cabinet here. Otherwise, it, it's a stereotypical normal bathroom. There's nothing here that really seems out of place. It evidently has signs of being used. So it's as you would expect. Uh, medicine cabinet is full of various headache remedies, the salves, uh, and also some stale prescription meds in there as well that you find. There is a counter off to one side where you see what looks like a little, almost like a little curious little statuette that say a little fat man, uh, again, dressed similar like a, a butler with a big, big portly uh, belly in front of him, that is holding out with both hands in front of him like this, a straight razor that it almost looks like a kind of weird novelty decorative place where you'd be able to put uh, put a razor down. Uh, basically, it's obviously a male use. It's got a nice pearl handle. Uh, yeah, it's just sat there out in the open. Right. That seems like the most offensive thing in here. I would like to put the straight razor into my shoe and then pocket the prescription medication. Okay, uh, you go forward to uh, to pick it up. The moment your hand gets within a hand's width of the uh, of this thing, it leaps into life. The, um, the razor goes up in the air and swipes at you, cutting, uh, cutting your palm open. Uh, it automatically hits. Uh, it does uh, no mechanical damage, but you can give me a rank three violence check. So this is your mind stat that you're rolling against. Okay. I rolled a 16 against a 16. Okay, so uh, you give... Well, I presume you haven't got three rank, uh, three hardened notches in violence. No, I do not. You gain a hardened violence uh, notch then. Okay. And that will... Um, coincidentally, that, that is similar to another role that was happening in the chat, that uh, the person who succeeded their mind roll can get a, in their case, on a natural uh, hardened notch. Does Janet make any noise when she gets cut? Oh yeah, I I'm gonna get ah Jesus. What's what's wrong? Uh there's some fucking broken gonna, glass. I just are you decent? I'm gonna open up the door. Uh, Jesus Christ! You see yeah, this you shit? Are... They've got a fucking razor wielding robot here. This what the fuck is with this place? I just went to go get my fucking hands dry. As as you see this this little what is now a mechanical that you're realizing, a little statuette you can see is wiping blood off the blade of the straight razor, and as it wipes it with the hand, you can hear a distinctive shink as it's sharpening the blade as well as cleaning it, folds the straight razor back in place, and then just holds it back out like it's waiting for its master to take it from him. What the what fuck kind of place is this? Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to take a hand towel and um, pack it into... Have any band-aids? Yeah. Oh. You probably find some uh, find a pack of them under the in the, under the sink. Chris Mursky, do you got any band-aids? Come on, Jen. Out. Out. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're in the they're in the cabinet there. On the left of the medicine cabinet, dear. I'll try to get some of those, but I've got to get Janet out of there only because I saw she was trying to go grab the, the razor blade. 
I was trying to dry my hands. This is the first time I've seen the little mechanical things because I was in the other room with uh, the boxers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it looks incredibly realistic. I mean, you, you can hear the kind of the ticking of the clockwork inside, but you don't see any of the mechanical gears themselves. You just see this nice, almost like latex covered the bits where the flesh would be for holding out the hands like this. So I, uh, I motion, I, you know, move her out. So I come out closing the door. I'm like, what the fuck? He's got fucking murder machines in here. What the fuck is with this guy? Jesus. Ow. Speaking of murder machines downstairs, um, Steve is looking a little bit perplexed at uh, Tristan down there. What's, gonna... what's everyone else doing in the living room? Uh, oh, I Where sent you I? a message, GM, about that. Oh, right. We have a look. Uh, wherever Uder is, Ella's just by his side, just <laughs> terrified that <laughs> these strangers have broken into her home. Gotcha. Um, all right, in response to Jake, rather than type that out, because I can do it without uh, being spoilery, um, you notice a distinct lack of all the things you would be, you're looking for, which seemed you're also muted. No, no kibble, no chew toys. No, nothing. You don't even see a food bowl. Steve, is uh, that a real dog? What the fuck is this? And he's going to just kind of try and pick it up a little bit by hey, the, hey. Like the fur at the back. I don't want to hear it. Guns coming up. What the fuck is this <laughs> thing? Yeah. It's my, it's my dog. No, it's <laughs> sure as hell ain't. It, how heavy is this thing? If you try to grab it and try to lift it up, it does actually growl. Jesus. Uh, although you, you can see the, uh, the, the, the teeth go gnarl and come uh, extend the uh, kind of lips curl back. And you yeah. can see it's got a very porcelain type teeth, almost a bit too perfect. For, oh, you know, he's for he's backing eyes. up towards the kitchen doorway, like, okay, what the? How did you? Uh, you making life like Furby things or what? What the? No, it's not real, Jake. It's not real at all. Uh, you know, we seem to have broken into the home of a very talented toy maker, Steve. Do you think maybe we're better off on the road? Leave these nice people and their toys? You know, I would love that very much, but there's a hailstorm going on. So I guess we're stuck in, uh, I don't know, who makes toys? Iron Man? Is that the, that's his thing, right? Toys my ass. There's a razor-wielding doll in the in the bathroom. Uh, Janet needs, we got some Band-Aids, but Janet needs to clean this out. Oh, Uder, I thought you took that one out of commission. No, well, to be fair, it is my razor. Um, it, you, you need to leave things alone. Stop touching things you don't have no business touching. I wasn't touching nothing. I went to go get the fucking hand towel and your little automaton fucking slashed me. Why, why do you have a slashing the- automaton? The, the only way that thing would have by the razor. Yeah, and the only way that thing would have slashed at you if you'd have tried to grab it. So don't steal things that don't belong about. to you. 
Morton is going to return to the living room. Mr. Krasmerski, is it just the two of you, you and your wife, that live here? Yes, it's just and, and the dog, Tristan. I was walking around the house and <clears throat> pardon, I have a hard time explaining my thoughts sometimes. I was going around the house, looking around, looking out the windows and well, I tried the door to your basement and I thought a lot about it. I've been mulling it over for quite a while. If it's just the two of you living here, why would you need to lock your basement door? Well, I don't know. Why does anybody lock the doors anyway? To keep people out? Well, you all are here in my house, so apparently they don't work. So if we're going to go on that line of thought about why people lock their doors, why are you locking that one? It's a, it's a door. I don't know. It's got a lock on it. I lock it. What are you trying to keep in the basement? I mean, it's my workshop. It's where I make my toys. I see. What are you... This still isn't making sense, Mr. Chris Mursky. Who do you, you let your wife down there? Basement. The reason it's locked is because Uder's a sleepwalker, you see. I fear he'll accidentally open the door and fall down the stairs. I lock it to keep him safe. That seems a little bit far-fetched, ma'am. Yeah, I know all about lying. Yeah. That's that's an obvious lie. Juan, you see a door at the top of the stairs? Yeah. Oh, no, the, uh, the, the, the upstairs you went to. Yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, but I'm talking, there's no doorway down here, is there? You know what I'm saying? You'd right, fall down the th- Yeah, you're lying. I agree. I, 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 no, no, no. There's a door on the bedroom. I suppose that would work. Yeah, but you probably don't lock that. I think that yeah. maybe you got some sort of deformed kid or something locked up in the basement, like in the no. movies. <laughs> Mr. Krasmerski, could you show me to the basement, please? I mean, if you want to go down there, you're more than welcome to, I, I guess. But isn't it bad enough that you've imposed yourself on these people's home, that you're keeping them from sleep and threatening them with weapons? Do you, have to, do you have to poke around in their private business? Well, I'm terribly curious now. You know, some of you were perfectly reasonable people inside. Some of you were looking at, at opportunities for parole. And everything you do outside it's just going to make it harder on, on everyone. You, your families, if you have them, these innocent people. Steve, he's just trying to talk to us, get us confused. You know who we haven't heard from in a while is that girl. Yeah. I pointed Donna. He said, I don't trust the quiet ones because they're, oh, they're planning something. Are we back from the bathroom? The yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still oh, in, the in the bathroom. Yeah, so we're, yeah, we're off. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, Ice Pick? <laughs> oh yeah because i guess is the the downstairs bathrooms down the hall right yeah yeah it's right it's across from yeah it actually borders directly into the living room 
So mm-hmm. it's that there is no corridor as such. Oh, <laughs> well, so I guess I can hear you. I'm just like kind of shouting from across the like, yeah. Yeah, you're, I'm like you're basically across the room. Yeah, I'm like she's yeah. Um, is she but, still in there? Occupied. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I would probably have her like the. I'm not the door's not closed. Like my my foot's in the closed. door. Like I'm not like looking, but I'm checking once in a while that you're like I'm checking every few seconds to make sure you haven't opened the window. I don't to watch out for the, the razor toilet. toys. But it's kind of awkward. I'm like I peek in the door, look at window, like make sure it's not open, avoid making eye contact with person on the shitter. Yeah, you, you avoid you try to avoid making eye contact then in a kind of uh, awkward uh, look yeah. anywhere other than there. Right. And there's not really much else to look at. There's there's a sink, there's like a, a towel rack, and there's something a little weird that's kind of hung behind the towel rack from uh, from where you're looking at. It takes you a little while to work out exactly what it is. Um, it's essentially like a series of a couple of straps that could go round around the body. Um, looks like an old old piece of equipment, old medical equipment, probably easily dating back to the fifties. Um, looks like a an old hernia tr- truss. So basically, it's a leather strap, and it's got a, a patch that you would then have another piece of leather that would attach to it, and it would then strap in, so it would provide pressure onto an area where there would potentially be a hernia. Very old piece of medical equipment. Yeah. I'd probably kind of yell back to the others and be like, like, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, Uter, was it? What's with the uh, straps? Uh... I don't. I don't know. What is it? Bring it out here. Let me look at it. The the the, the, the straps you got in your bathroom. The you know the whole contraption there. I, I don't. I don't. Ella, do you remember what we bought that thing for? Oh, I, I think he mean. No, I I don't remember having any kind of straps in in yeah, the bathroom. I, I I don't know. Bring it out here. Let me let's look at it. It's attached to the wall. Oh, no, it's, oh. It's, hung, it's hung on the oh, towel, it's oh. hung behind the towel rack. I'm like, but she's in the, she's in the bathroom. I'm not going to walk in there right now. Sure, you want me to hand it to you? It's yeah, fine. sure. I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of dusty. It through the door. Yeah, kind of open the door just to crack more, take it, close, you know, close the door, you know, just on my foot again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's holding this thing. It's evidently it's something that's been sat in there for years. But your your memories are a bit kind of Swiss cheese as 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 you're aware. And yeah, you you're not you're not too familiar with it. You recognize it as being a hernia trust that you might you might have had an injury, maybe lifting something heavy a, a few years back, but bloody if you know. It it must be one of Uder's old things. Must be. I don't don't remember. I don't remember what I had that for. Mr. Kuzmerski, where do you keep the key to the cellar? It's in my pocket. Give give him the key, Uter. Well, I'll I'll, I'll walk over and hand him the keys. Okay, which one? Uh, It's it's the one with the, the hole, the other hole in it. Okay, I see. I'm going to go have a look, Steve. 
All watch right. out for watch out for razor wielding uh, dolls. Yeah, anything we don't want to, you know, touch there, Uter? Or does Ella need to walk ahead so, you know, Morton doesn't sleepwalk into something? Well, I mean, you know, th- the first floor and the second floor is all really Ella's space. The cellar's my space. Yeah, kind of yes. like, you know, so I'm not as neat and organized as Ella is. So just be careful walking around down there. Steve, I'm going to go see if there's anything of note in the basement. Okay, so it sounds like you're being, no one's accompanying you. You're heading to the, you're heading back the way you came through the utility room and off into the, uh, off to that door. And the key you've been shown does indeed fit in the lock. It's a well-oiled lock. It pops open, nice sturdy door, swings, uh, swings away. And there's a set of stairs going down, and it's pitch black down there. Is there a light switch? Not that uh, you can see. Hmm. Uder, where was where was the light switch again? Uh, it's uh, it's in the middle of the room. It's on a pole chain. I see. I can't, so I can't really see anything down there. Nope. Give me a notice roll, though. All right. I got a 51 over uh, 45%. Okay, and let me just double check. I think that's Morton. Stats. Your, yeah, that's still under your mind, so that's fine. Um, you think you hear something move down there. You're not uh, too sure exactly what, but you hear movement. I'm going to sort of partially close the door, but still in the, in the threshold. Mm-hmm. Uter. Yeah. Have you got something, a pet or something down there? Mutant baby. No, no, Tristan's up here with us. Well, I think you've... (laughs) There's something moving around down there. I think you've got some sort of infestation, maybe rats. Um, I, I, it's probably, probably one of my toys or something, you know, running. Okay. Um, Have, uh, when I left the living room where... Ice pick and Donna back, or were they still there? Uh, Ice pick, I think, is over by the door into the down onto the ground, the first floor bathroom. Yeah, and I think Juan and Janet have come down from upstairs as well. So everyone, yeah. as far as I'm aware, is in the in the living room area. Okay. Well, Juan, there's something moving around down here. Do you want to come look with me? Yeah. All right, so I'll walk over there. Mm-hmm. I look around at everybody as I'm going right, in the room. So uh, they said it's in the, he said the pull strings in the middle of the room. You said you could hear something? 
Yes, it's pitch black down here, and uh, apparently the drawstring for the light is in the middle of the room, but... Hey, Uder, you have a, a flashlight? Uh, I might. I can look for one. Steve, what do you think? I mean, you can go with him, but... Is there a candle or something? Just... I might cut your arm off as well. <laughs> All right, we're worrying about it too much. Uh, just hold hold the door to the the uh, uh, basement open so light can come in, and I'll get to the bottom of the steps and I'll just walk straight forward with my hand sort of doing this to see if I can find the the pole okay. chain. Okay, I'm going to try to find a candle or something in the kitchen. Keep the door open so the light gets down there. Sure. Okay, so you. You are back into the kitchen then, Morton, and Juan goes down doing this in front of you. Yeah. When you get down there, you can feel there's definitely kind of an earthen floor beneath your feet, and something moves in the corner of the room that's off to off to one side. Um, it sounds like metal jiggling against metal, almost like a whole bunch of keys rustling. And as you do this, as you say, you're just going up above you, you swear for a minute you bounce off another arm that's hanging from the ceiling in front of you. And this thing, uh, you realise as you knock it, you kind of pull back and then you have the briefest feeling of what seems like lifeless uh, limp fingers brush against the side of your face. Ah, uh, uh, I'll still, I'll try to fight the fear. I think it might just be doll parts, but do I find the string at all? Yeah, you, you bounce off again, and uh, what feels almost like a leg bounces off that you uh, that you touch with one hand, and then finally you do gl- you grasp something metallic. Okay, I'll pull. Okay, there's a flash, and the light bulb in the middle of the room comes on, and you are suddenly face to face with what seems to be a a torture chamber is the best way to describe it there are limbs there are arms there are legs there's uh heads which are all dangling off chains that are suspended from the ceiling and off in the corner uh in front of this large uh, metal workbench is something that looks like a metallic spider about the size of a vw beetle uh with innumerable arms reaching off it which are holding uh there's like a screwdriver in one hand a saw in the other and this thing scuffles over towards you, uh, brandishing all these items. Can you give me? I Dios mio! And I <laughs> turn around and I run for the the stairs. Yeah, you, you can give me an unnatural check. So this, uh, have you got uh, two points in uh, two hardened unnatural? I have nothing in unnatural. Give me that mind roll then. Mind roll. Uh, Sixty-seven out of fifty, so fail. All right, uh, it sounds like running away is the flea response, so you can certainly run the hell away if you wish. <laughs> Hearing all the commotion. And I'm screaming lots of lots of expletives in his, in Spanish <laughs> as I'm running up the stairs. Yeah, so just as Morton gr- uh, finally finds a candle and a box of matches, uh, you can hear one go, ah! turning the air blue as he runs uh, frantically up the stairs and straight into the uh, into the living room. Uh, how are okay. the folks in the living room reacting to this? What one? What the hell? I, I'm just in Spanish. I'm I'm saying if 
you only understand me if you, you know Spanish, but I'm saying like, run for your fucking lives. There's a giant spider in the, it's a torture chamber. It's, but I, it's all intelligible <laughs> to everybody. So that reaction from Juan, him barreling up the stairs and running into the living room, Morton doesn't know what's down there, but he's not stupid. So he's going to close the door and lock it with that key. Okay. You, uh, as you do so, you can see the shadow of something big moving down there as it's scuttling towards the bottom of the stairs. And then you just lock, you just slam the door shut and lock it. What the fuck was that? It's like a, like a torture chamber. There's body parts everywhere and a giant mechanical looking spider thing. And, Oh my God, it's a it's a robot hell. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say body parts? Legs, arms, heads. Oh, odor. I think the word like, is, is mannequin in English. The mannequin. See, si, mannequinito. No, I don't know. <laughs> sorry. If they were body parts, we would have smelled it. It's they're not. He makes toys. But they're not, they're not just dead. They're moving. So this description from Juan and seeing his honest reaction to this, um, Morton's going to pull out his knife. Hooter, what are you doing in the basement? What is that? What was that thing that was coming towards the stairs? But I, I make toys. Um, it's just like Jake described. There's no real body parts in the basement. It's... <sighs> It's they're all things I make. Um, the 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 thing moving around that's my that's my well I call it the rack, and I it helps me make things. You know it clamps stuff, it holds it in right positions. You know it's just a tool. But, but your things know who you are, and they know we're strangers, and they're attacking us. Well, get out of my fucking house. Oh, Uder. That's not very nice language. If you don't like the environment, the door is right there. You're welcome to leave at any time. Besides, I don't have the gun. You have it. Oh, yeah. So leave. Mr. Krasmerski, can that thing get through the door? No. No? No. The shadow of it looked pretty big. Why didn't you tell us it was down there? Well, uh, one, it's a one tool. It's like Warren and Morton, but probably one more so because you saw it fl- uh, up close and personal. Morton, by just the size of the shadow, you don't think it can physically fit up the stairs. Oh, it could crawl up the wall and onto the ceiling and smash its way into the house. Mm. It, yeah. it threatened me with uh, b- 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 uh, screwdrivers. What did it say exactly, Juan? It said, I'm going to fuck you up if you come near me. And then it came near me. So they, his toys talk. No, no, they don't talk. They just, they say it with their expressive hands. <laughs> fine. Okay. I know you're scared of animals. It's fine. You, you've seen some sort of animal. Oh. And it's, it's just, you know, the... Uh, Uda's made, uh, got his dog here. It's not I think you're just animal. a bit on edge. Everyone's a little bit on on a high right now. How about we all just take a deep breath? Ready? One, two, three. Yeah, that's a good ah. idea, Janet. Janet, 
Tell you Excellent. what, that is a Let's great idea. Down. I bet it's all fake, right? Yeah, so, it is fake. Uder, yeah, you, so you a, don't mind if Janet goes fake? down, right? Is the cut on your I'll arm down. fake? Hell yeah. Uh, and, I mean, if you don't, I, I told y'all at the beginning, don't touch my things, you know? Oh, I didn't touch Keep, your things. Your you, things touched me. No, I didn't touch you. You're still here. You're still uh, in no, good shape. No, I went down to turn on the light and the, the things in the ceiling were touching me. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I have a practical question. I, forgive me. Uder, Ella, around here, how long does a hailstorm usually last? Oh, uh, well, I remember, done. I remember a few few years ago, we had a really bad storm that came through, and the wind blew and blew and blew, and I thought it was just going to blow the whole house down and all the trees and everything. It was really bad. We had to, power was out for, for days and days and days. So we might lose power, uh, and, and uh, you know, I know that, that Steve and Ice Pick and Morton and Juan you know, want to get as far away from Surrey County as possible as soon as they can move. So I think we should think about not bothering these people, finding some places to quietly get some rest for those who have a long drive ahead of them, uh, instead of poking our noses and guns and things for no reason and then the storm will stop and you won't have any sleep at all. You'll fall asleep driving and you'll kill us all. Let's just focus on what's important. You want your freedom. You have this opportunity. It's not going to end well for you probably, but you can guarantee it won't if you don't sleep. Morton, you know that's right. You don't want to dry. You don't want ice pick driving you on a half an hour sleep and three cups of coffee at 4.30 in the morning. These people are pretty weird. I don't feel comfortable sleeping here. Yeah. We have to do shifts at the very least if we're going to do that. Yeah. And Order. we need a, you know, change out of this. He's kind of noticing for the first time how damp it oh, is. Oh, my. We're not going to get far, right? So, uh, so why don't we do? Yeah. Why don't? Well, you know, we get caught up in the moment. It's, yeah. It's, it's an awful lot. You got to take care of yourself, you know, first. Uh, Uder, wear your clothes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, clothes are where you normally find clothes in a closet. Okay. I'm going to need you not to talk in riddles, Uder, and I'm going to have you take us there oh. or I'm going to shoot you and maybe, you know, drag you around and hope whatever your, your credenza doesn't attack us. Okay. Please, please, please. If you need clothes, I can take you upstairs and I can get you cl gentlemen clothes. Uder's clothes, right? Steve, Steve, no. I, You're going to open up the closet and this giant necktie machine is going to come out and strangle you or something. Yeah. That's a good idea. I should build one of those. Okay, Uder, I'm going to need you to take it down a couple notches <laughs> with that kind of talk, okay? All right, we're all friends here. Let's not talk about strangling anybody. Shouldn't, maybe, but no strangling, okay? So, yeah, Ella, why don't you... You go upstairs with us. We'll we'll get you to bring us the clothes. How's that sound? All right. Okay. Just Mr. Kuzmer. Please don't shoot hey. anybody. Uder. We'll see. I, I I know there was talk of me potentially going down to the basement. I'm comfortable to do that. Because again, I think you're just being uh little sissies about this. Um and 
Uh, Uda, if we're gonna if we're gonna make some patents of your your inventions, then uh, the blueprints and such would be downstairs, would they not? I I I don't I don't keep blueprints. I I just make it. You just make it completely from your mind. You don't have any sort of technical documents or any sort of planning or anything like that. You don't have a drafting table down there. You don't have like. No. No. My goodness. Well. In any case, I'd like to see this animal, this little whatever it is. Would you accompany me downstairs, Uda? I would love to see this. Yeah. I... Steve, is Janet in Tristan, charge now? Down. Tristan, oh, no, we, yeah. <laughs> are we just letting Janet take over this? Uh... No, no, we're not, Juan. We're you're not. going off to get clothes. I'm bored. Like, if you're going to fucking hold me hostage in some random little yeah. farmhouse, Janet, I want to go see the, the little thing that's freaked out Juan so much. Janet, I'm going to need you to take it down a couple notches because I'm getting real sick of your attitude. All right? No one's now, Steve, Steve, Steve. Let's uh-huh. let's just chill out here for a second. Oh yeah, let's yeah, right we on. shall. Yeah. That sounds real good, huh? Maybe yeah, do one of I your love, breathing exercises, all right? I love I love being calm. I love uh, yeah. chilling out. Yeah. But the reality is that I I'm bored sitting here. I'm a woman of action. And if I'm stuck in this room for much longer, my head is going to explode from boredom. So why not let me just That might not be the only reason it explodes if you keep telling us what to do, all right? Steve. All right, so I'm gonna go up with Ella. Now my friends here are gonna keep track of you, and especially you, Uder. Don't think I'm not watching you. Most of all, Donna. Donna's back from the bathroom, right? No. God damn it! Ice pick. Where's Donna? I mean, I, I'm still, I'm still right yeah, there. Yeah, the I'm door. in the bathroom. I have, yeah, so I'm just like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm start. Just, I'm gonna start solving. On the on no, the toilet. It's, it's right at this point I where am... I'm like, "Hey, uh, you are right in there, cause uh, no. it's time for you to come out." She's wrong. She's all wrong. What? She's all wrong. There's something wrong with her. Janet, or what are you talking about? I shake my head. Uh, uh, I'm like, do you want to come out and sit with the rest of them? I, I feel like it's more comfortable on the couch than it is the. Toilet. Okay, I'll comply. I'm just like, uh, are, are, are you, what, what's going on with you? I'm not, not good. Because like, there's some, some really weird shit going on. What's you have something for you? a headache. Uh, yes, yes, dear. We, we have some medicine upstairs in the, in the bathroom. I, I can grab that for you while we're up there. Perfect. We'll take a seat on the couch. All right. Well, you guys make sure that these ladies don't get any ideas. And Jake, you're not wrong. You're not. I understand that we're chances aren't good. So I appreciate you worrying about us. But yeah, uh, we're all friends here. Yeah, sure. All right. Ella, lead the way, please. Okay. And so Ella is... will start going upstairs. So is it just Ella and Steve going upstairs? Ella, Steve, and Mister Nine Millimeter. Okay. Mm. Okay, you head on upstairs. Uh, Steve can give me a notice roll. Uh, no. 
uh, 39 over 15. Okay. When you get upstairs, there's a big blast of lightning and thunder rolls overhead. And you're not too sure if it's the shaking windows, but you thought you heard something move in one of the rooms up here, but you're not too sure which room. Okay. You might be in a window. It might have just been the thunder. You're not, you're not too sure. Ella, you don't have any more dogs, do you? No, just just Tristan. Just Tristan. No, no cats. Now, I, I let's just do blanket. There's no other of these fucking contraptions that are going to leap out and scare my friends, right? Well, I, okay. that I don't know. U- Uder puts them in, well, almost everywhere. Okay. That's really wonderful news to hear. All right. Well, why don't as we... long as you don't touch them, they're, they're fine. They don't do anything. Yeah, you're going in the room and I'm going to stay in the hallway. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> oh, OK. And so which, which room are you going into? Uh, Ella will go to the master bedroom. Okay, right. Um, you head into the master bedroom. You open the door, and Steve is staying out in the corridor. Oh yeah, yeah. Keeping an eye. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not gonna get boxed by a gorilla. No thanks. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not a gorilla, but there's a kind of a. You have to do a double take when uh, when she opens the door, and Ella goes in and then goes off to one side, presumably mm-hmm. to go off to the closet. And sat on the far corner of the room, looking directly at you, is a young girl that's maybe maybe 14, 15 years old, that sat in a blue velvet dress, sat in a chair, politely holding a violin. And just looking at you with a quite warm expression that you can hear as she locks eyes with you. Would you like me to play for you? Ah... Okay, Ella, you know how oh. I said no animals? You could have mentioned the girl. What? I Okay, oh. I understand don't, we're new friends here, but... Don't, don't what mind. What the fuck? This, her name is Ju- Juliet. She, she plays violin. She's quite good if you want to hear her. Is she real? Well, that depends on what you consider real. I hate this fucking house. I hate this fucking house. Okay. All right. Well, this you, is you don't this have is... to like it. All right. Ella, I'm going to need you to get me the clothes right now. And I swear, if you bring out a 14 year old girl's outfits, I'm going to I I'm at a, I'm at the end of my rope right here. Okay. Very well. Very well. And Ella will. And no, gra- do not do not start playing that fucking violin. Yeah, the the moment Ella goes back to the wardrobe, this this girl hasn't taken her eyes off you and just says, "Would you like me to play for you?" This fucking house. This fucking house. I don't. No. 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 It's Guys, the only there's a thing she says. It's the only thing she says. That's all she will do, and all she'll say is. Do you want me to play for you? Uh, fellas, Uder made a 14-year-old girl up here to play him violin. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, you're, are you shouting that down the stairs? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? No, it's, it's, no, you heard me right. She wants to play violin. You, you should bring her down. She plays really nice. No, tell her no. No. Okay. I find violin music kind of soothing. All right, Uter. Yeah, just just quietly to the people who are currently uh, in the room. Um, why are we listening to Steve again? Like, what 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 benefit is he providing? Like the two of you specifically. Like, I I understand he has a Janet. Janet, but like. You're down the hallway, and I'm talking quietly. Leave me alone. Wait, no, I'm, um, I'm no, wait, I'm right. We're, no, we came the, back into the yeah. Yeah, she, they came into the living room. Yeah, from the she's bathroom. sitting. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't care. What benefit is he really? Do you want me to hit you in the face with this stun gun? Because ice believe pick, me, if you if, pick, if, if you keep this up, out. I'm gonna hit you in the face. Chill with the stun out, gun. ice pick. Chill out. I'm just asking the question. What benefit does Steve, I being smack her in the, the face leader of this gun. little group, provide you? Janet, I don't think you understand. You don't ask the questions. No, I do ask the questions. That's literally my job. What what benefit? Uh, oh, you one. Uh, yeah. I got a question. What, what benefit does he provide? That's all I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not implying nothing. I'm just asking the question. What benefit does Steve, leading your little group, give you? I got a question. Why is Donna still in the bathroom? No, no, not, Donna, right. Donna came that's out. Not, Donna came that's out. not a thing. Yeah. Well, so, not so you don't have an answer <laughs> for me. That's just. I just think that's interesting. I just think it's interesting so, that you don't have an answer for me as to why Steve should be leading you. I think okay, there are some okay. very strong personalities in here. There could be great leaders, but yet you are happy capitulating to the nutcase with a gun. I'm just saying that your safety may be better guaranteed without the crazy guy with a fucking gun. That's all listen, I'm saying to listen, you, okay? Listen, that's, just, that's, just my, that's just my personal opinion. That's just Do something I've observed. You? I, look, Do you some want people me to gag like that. You? Don't, don't, don't fucking so, try me, your aunt. Anyway. Uh, Game uh, Master, do I need to roll to smack right. Janet in the face That's with the enough. stun gun, or? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you attempting to use it as a stun gun or just to battle? I'm her? just, I'm just trying to pistol with, with her to get to to backhand her with it. Okay. Uh, well, let me just check your speed against hers. So, ice pick versus. My speed is a forty. I'm not particularly uh, speedy. Yeah, you, you will get to act faster than Janet, so Janet doesn't get a t attempt to dodge, is basically what I was checking. So okay. if you want to smack her, give me a struggle roll. Okay. Uh, I'm watching no. everybody else carefully as this happens. Uh, oh, wait. Uh... uh... Would this uh, trigger my? This would not trigger my rage thing. Okay, and so you said you can only roll your obsessions. You can only flip your obsession skill, right? Yeah, unless one okay. of your passions is activated. So your your one is a soul skill. So you don't. This is definitely not. Yeah, that. this is not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, it'd just be a straight struggle roll. Would this would this affect 
keeping an open mind noble stimulus? Like Janet's not keeping an open mind to the situation. Oh, well, no probably an open-minded being... situation. Mm. I, the... I, I am openly just addressing the room and asking a question that is, I just you know, I, I think it's completely valid. I I'm think it's put my a hand over my thing to do. To <laughs> well, ask this is this is we're not. That's not. We're, we're, we're I'm still talking to the GM. We're not. We're not. Yeah. No, we haven't. We haven't entered time yet. That's not a yeah. <laughs> So yeah. we're still mid slap. So I, so I, in that case, it, 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 I would miss. Yeah. No, the, there's a difference in how passions activate. Uh, rage is something that will make if you're doing something okay. angrily and it fits in with what your stimulus is. So basically, you. if someone, if something angers you, that you can then use that if it's the right type of anger. Uh, fear is basically to help get the hell away from what makes you afraid. And noble is generally what brings out the best in you, what you can use to help when you're doing a role to help someone that fulfills that criteria. Actually, yeah, no, this would, so anyone who believes or acts like they're open-minded and fair when they're just as self-absorbed as anybody else. So I think, I, like, Janet's acting like she's open-minded, but she's really being just as unreasonable as Steve, so I am going to re-roll my, is it re-roll or are you flip it? No, you can flip okay. it. Okay, so I'm flipping my 62 into a 26, which is less than my 30 struggle, to, to backhand Janet and be like, listen, you need to shut up. Oh, that, that is your one. That's your one uh, use yep. of the rage stimulus gone for the session. Then, so. yep. There goes. Yeah, that, that's my rage. Stimulus. Bang. Uh, so, what does that roll become? Because this is what determines. Uh, twenty six. Okay, twenty six. So that is because it's hand to hand. It's two plus six, so that is eight damage. Oof. Okay, that's a fairly palpable hit that you've just uh, taken a good slap to the face with this thing. Later, for Christ's sakes, remember hostages. What is wrong with you? Now, listen, believe me when I say that if everybody acts calm and goes along with this, then we're all going to walk out of here as soon as that storm is over or stay here if you want to stay here because that because you live here. We're all going to leave the situation and we're all going to be fine as soon as that damn storm is over. But if you start losing your cool again, then somebody's going to get smacked or shot or zapped, and we don't want that, so believe me, let's just all go with the plan, and nobody will get hurt, but if you don't go with the plan, you're gonna get hurt. I don't believe that, whatever I speak. You wanna Wait. fucking wave yeah. your giant dick fucking gun around, you fucking be my guest. Wait, go get shit. fucking when... eaten by a machine. Fuck you. When that happens, where is Morton? So, I was in the room when that happened. Can I have a, in which case, that doesn't, uh, you don't sit well with violence being done to any of the hostages. Can you give me a self check? Oh, pardon me, what check? Uh, so this is a, a mind roll against your self, um, your self stim, uh, I can't remember what they call it. I Stress rolled meter. the, uh, over my mind. I got an over your mind. Um, have, you, have you got any hardened notches in uh, self? No, I actually have one failed. Okay, uh, you'll pick up another one then. Another failed notch. If okay. you're over your mind. Yeah, this, this is really sitting against your kind of core values and you suddenly realise that you 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 did nothing to... Well, it's not that you did nothing because there wasn't much time to react, but yeah, this really doesn't sit well with you. All right. I'm going to walk over to Ice Pick. Ice Pick. She's not one of us. She's not part of this. Got it? 
I, I hear you. I just need it. I, I need, I need everybody calm and not freaking out and causing a ruckus and getting people to think that they should start questioning the, the, the line of order here. Well, if you just ignore her, she'll get bored and shut up. No, she needs to keep her mouth shut. She's driving us all crazy. Again. She's not I, like I hear you. I hear you. I did. I, 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 I probably, I probably hit her a little harder than I needed to. And I apologize for that. Watching you. Janet, yeah, keep yeah. in mind, some people like uh, Laner, they're sort of natural followers and they like to find some alpha dog to, you know, hide behind so they can let their little sadistic impulses out. So don't get hit again. I want to see you home. <laughs> you calling me somebody's dog. Well, if that, that ain't the pot calling the kettle black, Mr. Bootlicker. Okay. I, I speak, de- he 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 was fairly decent to us in the the prison, so don't be too hard on him. Listen, not- they've all got their own opinions. They're entitled to have that, but we don't have to listen to them. We just got to get out of here. Now, Mr. Kumersky, I, think- I had a question for you. Yes. When you need to go to town to get your groceries or anything like that, how do you get there? Uh, oh my God! You have to think. They about don't. That. They don't go to get their groceries. I mean, and I, I just point at Uber or, or Uber. I'm like, I like bet it. you he's a fucking robot, and so is she. All right, are you are you okay, Juan? Are you are you losing it now? This whole place is full of robots. You I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk towards Uder, and I'm going to pull the butcher knife out of my pants. Whoa! 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Juan, Hold Juan, on! Juan, Juan, don't Juan. do it, Juan. We don't know that you're right. This is well, I what cut off his finger and see. Let's just chill the fuck out, Juan. You are in your situation because of some bullshit. Let's not put you in a situation that you deserve to be in. Let's calm the fuck right down right now. Chill the fuck out. Look, I, I believe you me you're story. real because I saw you bleed. Yeah, one, one, one. Everything is going to be okay. Let's chill the fuck out. I still think we should use up Steve, but that's a different thing. Uh, one, let's. I need calm you to shut up. Down. I need that's you what to I shut said. up. One, everything is going to be okay. Shut up. All right, shut that's up. enough. Did you grab the headache medicine? What? Ella and uh, Steve can be coming back downstairs now if you want. Um, everyone can give me a notice roll. Oh. Yes. That's either good or bad. Uh, good. That's good. I got a 33 out of 35. A 33? So a yes, a 33 out of 35. Yes, yeah. Yeah, 15 out of 30. 64 out of 45. Okay, so I've seen lots of thumbs downs and a couple of uh, couple of good, a couple of good rolls here, right? Um, in which case, it sounds like uh, what what did Morton get? I got a sixty four over forty five. Okay, so yeah, so not uh, not a under skill, right? Those of you that are under your stat, you think again, you hear something, but you're not too sure what. Maybe it's again just this roll of thunder over overhead. 
Ella, you're fairly sure you know what's rolling around upstairs. Um, Ice pick, you swear that somewhere above the living room and a little bit further along the house, something bangs on the floor, like something fell over that was pretty darn fucking heavy and is now rolling around on the floor. I look up, I'm like, something's rolling around up there. And considering you got a match, you're fairly sure you know which room it's coming from. It's coming from the storeroom on the second floor. I'm like, hey, which um, which 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 room did you see the violin girl machine thing in? That was a master uh, bedroom. She, she's in the master bedroom. All right, something's rolling. Something's rolling around the storage room. It just sounds like it fell over. Like, mm-hmm. sounds like sounds like a, a drunken sailor just fell over and they're rolling around the ground or something. I mean. It, Mr. Krasmerski, do you bowl? Um, I used to when I was a young man. Yeah. Very much enjoyed it. You have any Does more weird well children? attack people? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I've got stuff all over the house. Honestly, you know, you know, I, I create a lot of these items as convenience items. You know, like to open up jars and sharpen my razor and different things like that. I mean. Uh, you know, I. So why would Ice Pick be saying the things that he is? What is in that room? Uh, it's it's just one of my one of my things. One of the things that I made. It probably just fell over. Killer bowling ball is what it is. Just fell over, huh? Well, what sorts of things do you have in? that room that this one right right here uh, i mean you know i i store it's a store room you know so you store things in it and so i've just got you know a lot of some of the some of the inventions that didn't quite work out well i'm not about to go find out Maybe we don't have to. Maybe it's going to come down the stairs. Knock us all over like pins in a bowling alley. Well, I'd rather us all be together if that happens. Yeah. Uder, can you turn can you turn your (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uder, can you turn your damn machines off or not? Well, no, once once you kind of start them, they go. They go what batteries or no, I, I, I've just perfected a, a way to, you know, make them work. Well, you Without, what you said that you could be, you could be a multimillionaire in this world. Yeah, I don't really like people all that well. Apparently like, not. And like living out world. here, just me and Ella. That's what I like. So, so Steve, how'd you do with the clothes? You got you able to change out of your orange? Great question. Did he have time to throw on a, a bad plaid uh, plaid shirt? Yeah, I'd say if you want to uh, you want to change into a fairly nondescript old man clothing, you can do. Yeah, it's a little tight, but uh, yeah, feeling like a hundred bucks. Oh, and uh, Donna, you said your name was right. I I have your headache medicine for you too. Oh. Just can you give me the entire bottle, please? Sure. Here you go. 
Lena, Recinto, are you going to change out of the orange or are you going to walk out of here and start close? popping pills? <laughs> I, uh, I'll change. Give me that cool hat. Ah, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to reach out to Donner and sort of like uh, try and push the, the pill bottle away from her after she's taken one or two. It's like, no, 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 no. We, we don't need more than that. This, everything is okay. Hold on to these for later. I'm going to give it back to Ella. Scooter, you didn't answer my question. How do you get to town? How do I get to town? Um, well, I mean, uh, usually we just, we just walk. Walk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At your age? How- That's how I got to my age is walking. Walking's very good for you. Do you have a car? Robots don't get tired. You do have a, you, this is again one of the things that isn't detailed in your background, too great. Um, you do have an old Dodge Dart um, oh, okay. in, a, um, in a barn outside. Uh, for the others, though, this thing would be even more conspicuous than the van, uh, the van you've already got. It would stick out like a sore thumb, and you probably think would have a top speed of about 30 miles an hour if you're lucky. Yeah. So and I'll maybe hold th- four people tops. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I'll I'll back up and and repeat that. But yeah, I've got a Dodge Dart. Yeah. What happened to our car? It broke down. Ran out of Just gas. The, the fuel ran out. You ran out of gas. Maybe he's got gasoline. I I mean, you're welcome to go out and you know if you if, if siphon the gas out of the car or you know if there's a gas can out there, anything to get you out of my house. You can definitely try and go siphon it. Um, if you look out the window, you can see where the barn is. You'll get a bit bruised going over there with the hailstones that are falling out of the sky like cannonballs. Um, but yeah, going over to the, going back to the road is uh, to get back to your car is going to be about half an hour drive. And you reckon you're going to be getting severely hurt trying to get back walking yeah, that. I'm not going to do it. No. Just trying to drive in the, in the yeah, no. We're just gonna stay calm, and uh, good God, Uder! I can't believe you don't have a way to shut it down. That's that. Uh, it's downright irresponsible. Okay, what what about the other rooms, huh? Uh, got- we've, we've got some other. They they are actually bedrooms, but we kind of made them into storerooms too. Good yeah, what's what? So, do we know what's rolling around yet? It's it's probably one of Uda's old bowling balls. Is all that's probably no. That's it. not a. It's not a bowling ball. Is it still rolling? Does it sound like it's still rolling? Uh, you think there's something moving up there. From from Icepick's perspective, letting your uh, match success roll. If it is a bowling ball, it's about the size of oh, a body okay. rolling around up there. It is the size of a body. Yeah, it must be. Given the size, given the sound okay. it's making, yeah, it, it must be something yeah. like a human-sized person. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no, no, that that, that, that we're talking about something like the size of a person or a, a log, like. Yeah, she makes robots. There's a basement full of body parts. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I oh, think... oh, sorry, robot oh, body parts or regular body parts? Well, I don't think, like he said, they don't smell, so it must be like. Oh, man robot body parts 
Also, you know how we like, you know how like there was that there, there was a conversation that was started about about Udyr not possible, like about them not being real. And like, maybe we should have them do yeah. something. I'm starting to think that the fact we got sidetracked from that is bad. Um, uh, can we? Um, well, if you have a way to figure out if we're people. We just need you to show us you can bleed. Uh, if you yeah. give me your wrist, we can nick a little mark and then, you know, so we'll take care why, of it after. Why do you need to know this? Your purpose is to get as far away from the penitentiary as possible. Why do you want to torture this farmhouse couple to satisfy your paranoid delusions? You know what Batman says about criminals being cowardly oh and God. superstitious? You guys are being cowardly and superstitious right now. You think you're real? I agree for what it's worth. Right. Uder, do you have any beer or Janet? cider around? These guys, I think, are a little tense. All right. All right. You know what? Jake, you're right. Let's go meet. Uh, oh shit! Who's the Who's the TikTok guy from Batman? The clock fella. Yeah, let's go meet him upstairs, and we can we can prove that we're not seeing stuff because this is fucking insane. No, that's not a good idea. Do you know that they the Japanese sell robot dog toys? Like it's not like I mean, Uter's obviously very gifted, but it's not like that nobody in the universe has ever thought of such a thing. Tristan, Domo Arigato. Yeah, it's not doing... I don't think it's a Japanese dog. I don't know. Tristan. Tristan, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? He's not a good boy. He's a robot. He kind of looks up at you, but just kind of cocks his head to one side, but doesn't doesn't growl, doesn't make make any sounds. Roll over, Tristan. Roll over. Yaps, and then does a little roll. They're, they're trying yeah. to take over the world. Uda's creations only react to him and myself. That's what I've been trying to tell you people. If you stay away from them, they don't do anything. How, how do you program them so they only do what you say? Well, upstairs rolling around. I mean... It, I could explain it, but it's very complicated and, and oh, it would hey. take a long time. Yeah. <laughs> would well, you make just, it so that it would talk, do what I tell it to do? Uh, well, I mean, it would maybe, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I mean, to be fair, if I mean, Jake might be right. And if that's the case, then we're just sitting here until the storm's over. So why don't you start telling us about this thing that you feel like you don't have enough time? Because I think we have time. Well, you know, I mean. They're just. Hey. Shh. Hey. Look out the front door window. There's headlights coming. What the fuck? What? There's headlights there? coming to the drive. Indeed, as that... Morton points in that and gestures in that direction and brings your attention to it, you, you have to it? really have a look out there. Maybe it's because he was looking for it earlier that it isn't reflection of light inside off the glass. You can indeed see there are a couple of, uh, a pair of headlights coming down the drive. You've probably got about two minutes before they, before they get here. Who's right, coming? Everybody. Who's coming to your house this late at night? All right, everybody stay low. I'm going to go around the house. And if there's blinds, I'm going to pull all. Okay. Yep. This seems like a good point uh, to have a quick five minute break for uh, bio break, etc. So. All right. We'll be back. Thank you. Five minutes later. 
right set of headlights coming down the road what's everyone doing so drew all should we turn off should we turn off our lights no let's get them to the front door this is a free car i think that they might know they, I think they're close enough to where if all the lights just suddenly turned off in the house, they know that some, that we did that. If they know, if they know the uh, Kramazerskis, then they know they should be asleep now. And they probably also know that there's escaped criminal convicts. That's a good point. Uder, you got neighbors? Car. Yeah. You got any neighbors there? Um, I mean, everybody has neighbors. Um, yeah, we've got some neighbors. They're, they're not real close by. You're on thin ice, Uder. Thin ice. So while hey, is everyone looking outside the window right now? Like what? What is? All okay. the blinds are drawn. I I would I would like to while everyone is preoccupied with the uh, the headlights and perhaps discussing what is going on. Uh, a light from the room uh, as uh, subtly as I can um, on route to the kitchen. So you're you're trying to head to the kitchen. Yeah, I just want to just take the cheeky couple steps back and then a couple steps back further. And then if no one notices, I'm in the kitchen. So I was I mean, asking, um, we all run notice rolls. As far as notice uh, well, yeah. This is going to, there's something, there's something else happening here because I've just got a private message. Um, right. For the person sending me a private message, that's going to be an attempt at a struggle roll to see if you can grab, uh, see if you can grab it. Uh-oh. Uh, I didn't see struggle here anywhere. I have oh. subdue and restrain. Right, let me <laughs> see. What oh, yeah. Oh, no. oh, which is, I which is who it could be. Which <laughs> is... It will be subdue and restrain. All right. Which is annoying because it's the same digit twice. I rolled a nine. So not okay. a nice 54, but a safe nine. Right. Um, your speed is 70, which I believe outstrips uh, your target on 50. Right. Uh, Steve, uh, you suddenly feel the gun being wrenched away from you. Uh, Jake, you've got your gun back. <laughs> I'm going to tase him. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I'm like, kicked across the room with the gun. Yeah. But this, this sounds like this is the minute where shit goes down. Yeah. Sounds like it. <laughs> so so yeah, during, during the kerfuffle, I'm going to just peace out off to the kitchen. Okay. This, this sounds like the perfect time to roll it over to, to go through how initiative works. Beautiful. So there right. is a skill called initiative, but having had a look through all of your uh, all of your sheets, none of you have it. So this defaults to half of your speed. This where basically where your initiative score. Starts. Oh great! Okay. Oh dear. You you have two choices. It goes on a top down basis. So we start with high and then go to low. But if you're feeling lucky, do you feel lucky, punk? You can try and roll your speed. If you get an if you get a success, so under your speed, but above half your basically your initiative score, above half of your speed, that will become your new initiative. If you fail, so if you go over your speed, then you're gonna go in the kind of the back end towards the back end of the round. 
if you roll far too far under your speed and go under what your initiative score is, congrats, that's your new initiative. So we're going to go around, and I'll go do this for everyone so I can then work out what the order is. Juan, do you want to stick with your initiative of effectively 35, or do you want to try and roll under your speed? Oh, uh, 32.5. Uh, 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 I was looking at the wrong, uh, the wrong column. Uh, Juan, yours yeah. is 33. 33. I'm going to stick with 33. Okay, so that's your number. Uh, next round, Uda, do you want to stick with uh, 25, or do you want to try and roll between 25 and 50 and get better? I'm going to stay where I'm at. Okay, so you're on 25 as well. Uh, Donna, what do you want to do? I'll stay at 30. Okay, so you're yep, 30 is a nice easy one for you to calculate. Steve, Mr. Updike, 25, I, or do you want to give it a gamble? I guarantee I'm not lucky, but I'm gonna push it. All right. Okay, so you can uh, you can you can give me a roll. So you're looking to get under your speed and ho- hopefully higher than 25. Uh 35. Right, so you improve yourself to go up to 35. Right. Uh, next, Janet. So do you want to Let's stick gamble. with 20 or go uh, go for the roll? We're going to go for the roll. We're just going to do it. Okay. Roll it. I rolled Get it. an 83. <laughs> no, right, you're no. Fail on 83. Okay. <laughs> Jake, do you want to go with 35 or do you want to try and roll it? I, I having just rolled a nine, I'm not going to press my luck. <laughs> okay, so staying with 35. Morton, do you want a da, 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 35 or do you want to roll it? I'm going to stick with a 35. Okay. We've got a few ties here, so we are going to have to do a roll off at one point. Uh, Ella, do you want to stick with your massive 30 or do you want to uh, want to roll it? I, I'll just stick with 30. Okay. And then I think last up then will be Ice Pick. Uh yeah, so I have 25. Mm-hmm. Um it's half my speed and I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stay with that. But I have a question in the hate to, to put mm-hmm. is Jake is Jake not handcuffed? My sheet says that, that Jake is handcuffed and I have the keys to his handcuffs. Oh. That is so I, I hate I hate to I hate to like throw a wrench in something that we've already said was happening, but you need to get out of the handcuffs first before no, you take very, anyone's gun. That is a very good point that I ha- I had forgotten. So and I, I yeah, and I usually I would just go with the flow of these things, but I'm it says right on my sheet that I have two things. I have the stun gun and the keys to the handcuffs that we put <laughs> on him when I took his stun gun. So no, um, that's that's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry, we I could just I'm only now seeing in your own cops, and then yeah. Although it's been a, we've been on the road for hours and so on, but we could have let him take them off to drink the coffee. I mean, that's true. Everyone did. Everyone did have kind of a coffee break. Well, and with Steve turned, you could probably even with cuffs on, you know, mm, if his if hands down low, yeah, front right. or back though, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you can still that's grab true. stuff with cuffs on. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to say you've probably still got the cuffs yeah. on at this point, so you are going to be grabbing it from behind if you're, um, if that's something you still want to try and do. Um, so I, I've I've snuck up and taken it, but it's, the gun is behind me, so yes. I can't really shoot, but I do have the gun. 
if, I think, that's, if you want to try and do that. I, I'll, I think it's I think it's very fair to the narrative to roll with that. I think it makes sense for what I my objectives to to not. I mean, it makes the taser a lot scarier, but. Uh, I mean, basically, you sure. just you need to get the gun to one of the other hostages. Mm. Yeah, for example. Yeah. Okay. Which if they, if they have a higher initiative than us, I mean, there you go. And this is all happening so fast yeah. that we don't really have much time to react. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We do have now, admittedly, a one, two, three-way tie on 35. So can Morton, Steve, and Jake all roll me 1d10? Single 1d10. How exotic. Well, then Seven. Okay, so nine for Morton. So that's going to put you up to, let's say, 38. Jake is next, so he's going to be, or 37 rather. So then it's 36 for Jake. And Steve remains on 35, the one at the bottom. So that helps to break the tie out. Uh, I don't, I know we have one other tie. We have Donna and Ella are both on 30. So can I have a 1d10 from each of you, please? Four. That's a six. Okay. Ella remains on 30. Donna drops to 29. And then Ice Pick and Uda, you are both on 25. So can I have a roll off from both of you, please? One. Okay. Uda drops. So Uda goes to 24. And Ice Pick remains on 25. So top down because it's just you guys in the fight at the minute then. Uh, that is Jake going first on 36. Um, so, everyone, most people ran to the window. I took the opportunity to, to grab the gun at last. I've been trying to get away from Steve for hours. And I sort of spun into the center of the room so that I can't just get smacked. Um, and then Ice Pick obviously has, has lifted the still bloody taser that he mm-hmm. used to smack Janet. Oh, hang on, my bad. So it's actually Morton goes one ahead of you. So Morton is first. My bad, sorry. So what's happened so far? Has the gun been grabbed? Yeah, that, that is effectively the action that starts it as a surprise action. So Jake has grabbed the gun and now shit hits the fan. So now it's over to over to you. Did you see my previous message to you? I uh, question. Yes, um, that is completely down to you because it would pretty much be determined by what he intends to do would be counting as to whether you would, how would you, you would classify this. Okay. Um <sighs> It's behind him. The gun's behind him. Yeah. All right. And then as far as Janet sneaking away, is that something that would be obvious or or not? Uh, give me a notice roll. See if you are. Uh, this would be under your stats you would need, not under your skill. All right. It's. right. I'm sure it's over because it's, yeah, 91 over a is it mind. You're, you're, yeah, uh, mind. Your attention is more on Jake at the minute, so you're not looking at Janet. Okay. Um, so let's see. What? I don't have a skill that's like subdue or anything. Um, 
Could I use an attack to try to disarm? Uh, let's have a look at what your skill set is. Like, uh, like slashing at his hand so that he drops it. Um, e yeah, you can because uh, your 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 obsession skill, uh, because it's a combat skill, has what they call cherries. That if you roll a matched success, you get to choose from those option uh, those options according to which one you roll, and uh, taking away an opponent's weapon or. Yeah, take away an opponent's weapon is one of those options. So that is going to be the skill you use. Okay. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to use my um, cut you up skill and try to cut his hand and try to get him to drop the gun. Okay, give me the roll. Oh, uh, I got a 98 over that skill of 55%. Swing and a miss. Okay, so thankfully for Jack, nothing happens there. <laughs> and now it's Jack's turn. And he's muted. He's stunned into silence. <laughs> that blade. Uh, so what's a, what is around in this situation? Like, it's not a fast and a slow. Is it a, a single attack or a single movement? Or what are we... It's it's more traditional in how it's structured. Uh, you can do things that are not combat actions, just they take more rounds to do them. Mm -hmm. um, but generally, a normal combat action would be make an attack, uh, try to get out of the area, etc. It's kind of standard combat from from other game systems. Right. I think I it it, it um. My primary. Uh, decision right now is that I'm going to fire the gun to make it clear to everybody here that there is one handgun and that I am holding it. Mm -hmm. But I would I wonder if I have seen Janet go scoot out to the kitchen because give me so should I roll? Yeah. yeah. Should want to burn the notice on. <laughs> no, I'm distracted. Um, so you were right. focused on getting that gun back. I, I got the gun. I spun around. So I've sort of, you know, I'm facing the gang at the windows. And I'm just going to shoot one of the bullets into the floor and say, get the fuck down. Okay. Blam. Um, yeah, like I say, if you're pointing it down, that's not an issue. So I won't make a roll for that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm aware that like ice picks, my the it, you know the the obvious problem, but I can't like aim from behind my back at him readily. No, but you, I you would you would incur penalties if you did that. Yeah, uh, and and uh, I also know that I know how many bullets there are. So if there's no guns, then there's you know that's the not the worst situation. Well, but you, one for now. You're aware of how many bullets should be in the gun and how many you shot back at the uh, back at the prison, so right. you can have a you can have a good idea of what's in there. Right. All right. That was thirty six. So thirty five is Steve. Uh, Steve is seeing red with this. Uh, he hears the shot, uh, so he's gonna wheel around and with the shouting, just try and belt Jake in the face. Okay, that's gonna be struggle or your equivalent skill uh, which... i think it's just struggle i don't see yeah, anything some, else 
some of you have got some alternatives, but yeah, that's going to be struggle for you. I'm afraid run a business is exactly the same. So I'll, I'll stick with struggle. <laughs> no, <laughs> I won 31. Ah, oh, and there's no luck skill in this game. No. So Darn. right. Swing, swing and a miss. That was 35. So next is going to be going down the list. I think it's 33, which is one. Yeah. Juan's, Juan's got a bit of that fight or flight. When that gun goes off, uh, I whether he saw Janet go towards the kitchen or not, he's going to sprint towards the kitchen because he knows there's a back door. Yeah, they can is. all get caught and he's can run like hell. <laughs> okay. So you are running in the, uh, the same direction that Janet's going in towards the yeah. uh, in towards the kitchen. Brave Sir Robin. <laughs> so that was 33. So next up, I think, is 30, which would be Ella. Uh, Ella is going to run upstairs to the storage room. Ah, <laughs> okay. You run upstairs. All right. Uh, then next is 29. So that'll be Donna. I'd like to go into the utility room. And I'm looking for a fuse box. Okay. Give me a notice roll. Okay. <laughs> 99. <laughs> you, you're just looking around and, where's the fuse box where's the fuse box no power. Maybe, maybe right there but you're looking around and can't find anything so yeah you're, you're frantically searching this uh, this really cluttered utility room trying to find out where the hell it is and yep finding nothing this round so that was 29 25 ice pick alright um yeah, so I think I'm going to be trying to tase um, Jake. I think my intention is to... Uh, I want to connect with him and tase him. I don't, I don't know if this is one of the gun ones, but I'm, even if it is, I want to try to... I want to make contact with it and tase him so that I am ensure that he's going to immediately get shocked and then I can try to get the gun back or something and get control of the situation. Gotcha. Yeah, it is a uh, handheld taser. So okay, perfect. To, to use this, it is a struggle roll. Gotcha. All right. Hey, that's a 22, which is under 30. And it's a match. Mm. So. Exactly, yeah. Right. Normal struggle roll to hit someone with a stun gun. It does no damage, but the target automatically loses their next two actions while jitterbugging around mm. uh, uncontrollably. The victim also has to make a body roll. So uh, if Jake would like to give me a body roll. <laughs> Yeah. And I guess yeah, as I'm, I'm just like I said, nobody had to get hurt, and then I'm you know <laughs> shocking him, you know, kind of like motioning for 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 Morton or Steve, whoever's closest, to come get the gun as I you know as I you know cause him to start doing the doing the jitter dance. I'm I'm uh, I'm fine on a forty under seventy. Okay, so you do not pass out, which is a good thing for you. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, you, you're basically jitterbugging of having lost your uh, your next two actions, and to add insult to injury, uh, because you got a uh, a matched success on a major check, you gain plus one to your struggle roll, uh, your struggle skill. 
Hey, <laughs> 31, baby. Oh, no, it's easier for the criminal to hit us now. <laughs> By an incy wincy bit. <laughs> right. Uh, that, I believe, is the only person left is Janet, who failed on 83. So, damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. Wait, um, I didn't yes. see Uder act. Did Uder not act? No, I didn't. Oh, no, sorry, go. my bad. 24. Yeah, Uder is immediately after I stick on 24. So, Uda. Right. Okay. So, um, I saw Ella, and so I would like to order Tristan to attack Ice Pick. Right. Uh, that will happen next round then, because uh, at the minute it's its initiative is already gone, so it basically oh. was waiting for orders. So oh, goes, I see. It goes on initiative 50. Got it. So it's going to be at the top of oh, the next so it's, round. Okay. That's good. So you go sick balls or uh, whatever command you want to instru- instruct to it. And then it's over to uh, to Janet. Yes. No. <laughs> Alighting to the kitchen. I have two things that I wish to do in order of priority. My first priority is to run to the cooker and turn on all the gas knobs to full. Okay. What's your My second, second thing? priority is to find an ignition source of some kind and then stand next to the back door and just hold it. Okay. Um, I would say in your first action, you are able to get to the, uh, get to the cooker and start turning all the, di- all the dials, all the knobs. Uh, looking for an ignition source will be in subsequent rounds, maybe one, maybe plural, depending on how, how well you do. Yeah. I think I that, took a box of matches out of there. You did. It's whether whether she uh, whether she spots them. Right. Uh, we are now on to round two. So the first person will be Tristan the dog on fifty. Yeah. The dog leaps forward with this almighty bound as its back legs. You can hear the dong as it leaps forward, like a very robotic, very mechanical thing that it is. And yeah, it's going straight. You said to go for ice pick. Yes. Right. Uh, this is going to be. I need to get his stats up. Uh, has an attack skill of forty. So, ah, fifty-one is a miss. So, the dog go leaps forward to you silently, but you hear the snap of its jaws as it just misses past you and dives on dives near to the floor. And this is like a almost like jaws of life that just snap, uh, like a, almost like a bear trap that goes off next to you. This thing will hurt if it hits. So that was fifty. So then we are round to Morton on thirty-seven. All right, I'm going to grab the handgun and I'm going to point it at Uter and instruct him to call off the dog. Okay, you grab and uh, grab and point. Thirty six is Jake. <laughs> That's round one of your uh, jitterbugging gone. I don't know. Is is it easier to grab a handgun from somebody who's currently seized or harder? Oh yeah, they oh, would well, be grabbing it. Like yeah, actually, yeah give, all the give muscles. Me a, give me a speed check to see would if you, you can hold on to it. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah because it depends if you're holding on to it or not while you're jittering. 
being when he also is. pull the trigger because <laughs> yeah, you would clench. Yeah. So well, that's true. I had just fired, but I am trained, so who knows? Anyway, for the speed, I rolled sixty-two under my seventy. So okay, he is still holding it. Uh, so in which case, Morton, if you want to try and grab it, you can try to uh, you can attempt to get a struggle roll to see if you can grab the gun away from him. Okay, yeah, I did. I, I thought he dropped it. Okay, um, if that's the case, jeez. Oh, um, hmm. Or you can reevaluate, seeing that that seeing that he still grabbed it. Yes, I thought I was on the floor. Jeez. Um, I guess I'm going to. It's not my strong suit. Um, I'm still going to roll to try to kick the gun away or like get, get it out of his hand. Okay, yeah, give me struggle. I don't know how that show would be a skill or. Uh, that would. St- your fighting skill still counts for this. So that is going to be your cut them up. Okay. 21 under 55. Okay, uh, that's a hit. So are you intending to do damage or are you just trying to get the gun away from him? You know, I still, because of my principles, I don't want to cause any more grievous harm to this man than I need to. So I'm not intending to hurt him. I'm just, just enough to get it out of his hands. Good call. Right. You knock the you knock the gun out of his hands, so that scatters to the floor as he's now continuing doing his jitterbug impression. Do I need to wait to pick it up? Yes, it'd be an action to pick it up next round. You've you've used your action to knock it out of his hands. Okay. So that's thirty-seven, thirty-six is Jake, and then thirty-five is Steve. Well, I mean, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, Steve is just gonna. Okay, let's try this again. Go pick it up. Where the fuck did everybody go? And he's like, I don't think he saw everybody run off. So he's he's completely like everyone has just vanished from this room. <laughs> All right, Janet, Donna, you're gonna be responsible for what happens next if you don't get back in here right now. Okay, that's that's your declaration. Yep. So that's 35. 33 is going to be the next. So Juan. So Juan knew what he was going to do the moment that he the gun went off and he started running. Runs into the kitchen. You said there were some mucky pots or pans or something on the stove. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just grab one of those, hit the back door, and run out. Put it over my head so I don't get hit in the head by... <laughs> Hail, and I'm heading towards the barn. Okay, I figure I can the- hide in the barn. Okay, you'll get to the barn next round. Okay, that's thirty-three. I also right. have to push. I th- push Janet out of the way, obviously. Oh, she's somewhere in the room. Uh, trying, like she's saying, looking for some kind of uh, ignition. Okay, so you you can easily get round it because it's a big old room. So that's mm, that's right. no problem. Okay. Uh, 30 is Ella. I think I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So Ella, Ella's in the storage room, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm going for. You're letting him loose. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Ella just uh, says, Boys, there are horrible, horrible people in my house. Get rid of them. Uh, the others then, downstairs, uh, downstairs, you hear this almighty from upstairs. Right, uh, that's 30. 29, Donna. All right, Tom, trying to find the fuse box to turn off the power. <laughs> Give me that notice roll, see if All you right. can finally find it. <laughs> ah, 83. <laughs> no. You're looking around, you still can't find find anything, but you find plenty of other random crap in here. There's like garden hose. In fact, there's a whole list of stuff in here. Oh, there is God. an axe in there. Yeah, he hasn't passed his notice roll, so he wouldn't oh. see that. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Ella yeah, yells is, from that above. Is, <laughs> that, that is that is hard to find in there. But is there a shelf? Uh, there are. Let me see. Utility room cluttered with tools, junk, aged washer and dryer that show signs of having been repeatedly repaired by Uda. Uh, and is the window rakes. broken open or open at least? Because I know the f- power lines were cut. I mean, the, the phone lines were cut. Uh, you can cut them from the outside. You don't have to go oh, okay. inside. Got it. Uh, so you, you there's, there's rakes, shovels, garden hose, all of which would make uh, good weaponry in here. Uh, you don't you don't find the axe. Um, Anything also... I can use to block the door <laughs> behind me, like the shelf, without like ripping the shelves down. Yeah. So you could you could try dismantle the shelves if you wanted, but that's going to take take some time. Okay. That was 29. So next down is going to be 25. So ice pick. So, all right. At this point, I have a very important question. Is the storm still going on? Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, right, man. Uh, so, just, just to, so the, the dog which looks like it has like jaws of life jaws, not, not dog jaws, oh, just yeah. narrowly missed me. Mm-hmm. And we now heard a roaring from upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A kind of guttural, primal, bestial type roar from up there, somewhere upstairs. Uh, and it looks like the dog's going to attack me again, or... That's what he was ordered to do, so he's going to try to do it next round. Um, I think at this point, uh, it's time to make a tactical relocation. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, so the the back door is open that people are running out of, or? Back door is in the kitchen. Okay, so it's people running into the kitchen to get to the back door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to run to the, to the kitchen. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, yell at my comrades that like, you know, uh, like tactical reposition <laughs> and I'm going to run back towards the, the, the kitchen. I'm not quite leaving because I'm hoping that I stay with some of them, but I'm also hoping that they get the idea that we need to move and I want to put distance between me and the dog. So that, that's what I'm doing is distance between me and dog, but not, 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 not like my buddies behind quite yet. Okay, oh, quite yet, he says. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, 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 we'll see what happens. 
Uh, 24 is Uda. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to change uh, the order. And so um, I'm, I'm going to actually head down into, no, I, I don't have keys. So I'm going to head into the kitchen. Um, yeah, I'm going to head into the kitchen. Everyone and the, ga- the, kitchen. the gas is still going on full blast from what I know. So Yeah. It's only been a second, I- though. Mm. <laughs> right, so you, you relocate to the kitchen. And then next is Janet on 83. So you're looking around for anything ignition-wise. Ignition source of some kind, yes. Give me a notice roll, see if you can find that box so, of matches that Morton put I'm, down. I'm going to preface this by saying that these are some fucked up like criminals, Steve and, and Icepick in particular. And this is me going, fuck this, I'm getting myself out of this situation. Um, I.e., I'm scared out of my fucking mind and uh, may need to flip-flop my role using my fear stimulus. Uh, this oh. is how I'm justifying it, yes? Um, so... My my notice is 15. This is not going to end terribly well, I don't think. But here we go. So I got a 21. I would like to use my fear stimulus to make that a 12. Okay. And that brings you under your notice? That does bring me under my notice, yes. You see my the three. box of matches. Beautiful. Um, I'm going to grab the matches and hold one up to the striker standing by the back door, basically just like, Fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> cool. Okay. Right. We go to the next round then. Bors goes first on 60. He's upstairs. Mm. Um, you all hear this almighty crash from upstairs. And then right above you, you can see the ceiling split. And it looks like something hit it with an almighty force and something rips a hole in the ceiling that's immediately above the dining room. And this figure drops down through a hole in the floor and then smashes through the table, uh, this big dining room table we had. So people in the kitchen will be able to see it. People from the living room, maybe not, because it's around around the corner. Uh, It looks like a man that's in an old, tattered, blue uniform of some country that you haven't got a clue where the hell it, where the hell it could be from um, looks maybe like some kind of not military but definitely some kind of official post maybe police maybe it's a bit hard to tell from just uh, from not knowing exactly where he's where he's from but looks dusty looks disheveled threadbare and you got it lands on the floor and just this almighty or mus- muscular body underneath underneath the clothing and he starts to get up that's what his his action is this round and i think from upstairs you just hear ella shouting get them out get them out (laughs) you encourage him Mm -hmm. right and next up is tristan the dog on 50 um he is going to continue his orders he is going to run after uh after ice pick so let's give him a body roll see if he can Get, oh, speed roll rather. See if we can get over there. Dog starts to give you chase. That's about it. 
So ice pick is safe from my unlucky dice at the minute. Uh, Morton, you're up on 37. So this new threat is towards from me towards the kitchen. It's in the next room across. It's in the it's in the dining room. Okay, so hearing that noise and crashing and everything and Ella yelling, get them out, get them out. Um, Morton is going to try his luck running through the front door with the car that's approaching. He's, his thought is that maybe the people in the car will see what's going on and want to get the hell out and he can go with them. Okay, you um, you attempt you run on your attempt you run through the front door, mm-hmm. and as you come outside, uh, you go onto the uh, the front porch. You can see the car pulling up outside has a very distinctive black and uh, black and white and uh, police car colours, and a uh, what seems to be a little searchlight that's attached to the driver's side that it can manoeuvre around, and you think you see two cops in the front seat. Okay. Um, he's going to, assuming the door is, the front door is open and they can see what's going on in there, perhaps, um, go off to the side and hope that they prioritize what's going on in the house first. Okay. So you basically get out of the way and it's almost like, Hey, officers, please see the problem that is in here that is bigger than me. Yes, so he's hoping that maybe they'll go towards the house and leave their car. Okay. Right, we'll get round to them next round, see what they do. Uh, That is 37, so 36. Jake, your second round of going... So you're able to act next round. Then 35, Steve. Yeah, Steve has lost control of the situation, and he is—he's uh, seen Morton go out the front, and that seems like a real stellar idea from all the sounds he's hearing. So, uh, yeah, he's following. Uh, right? You let it out he, front. You see yeah, a police car? Could, oh yeah, I'm gonna run right towards that, uh, keeping the gun kind of behind my back a little bit, you know. R- running towards the driver's side, I think, if that makes a difference. Okay, you're you're running round. Uh, we'll get to see what uh, see if they notice that next uh, next round. Then one on thirty three. Okay. Quick question though, who is who is tasering Jake? Uh, the effect the round That's the gun not... has an effect of two rounds, so it yeah, doesn't have to be held. So you don't have to stand there and hold. You don't. No. Okay. Um. So I am going into the barn and uh, hiding in the shadows, or I'm going to keep an eye out to see what's going on in the farmhouse. But I've heard gunshots. Well, I I heard a gunshot. And then uh, I heard that when I was in the farmhouse. I I saw something going on in the kitchen, uh, and I've heard a horrible roar. Um, and I know there's a car coming, so I'm just chicken shit. I'm hiding. 
Right. This sounds like you. If you want to run in there, not a problem. You can you can open the door and go in. There is indeed, as was promised, there is an old dodge dart in there. Um, but looks like you could you could probably run quicker than this thing can uh, can move. Um, you get a little battered, but you don't take it mechanically. You don't take any damage getting out there. Uh, give me a conceal roll. So if you don't have conceal as a skill, it's under your mind. Have conceal some mind. Right. If you don't have the skill, you are rolling mind at minus thirty. Oh. So I got twenty-eight out of fifty. So that fails. Yeah, because your 50 goes down to a 20. So you are looking around for somewhere to hide, but you're just... Can I use my... Is my fear stimulus specifically about dogs? Uh, Yes, for for you it is, yes. Shit. You are terrified by dogs. All right. So I fail. I'm not hiding very well. Yeah, there's just... You can't find anywhere suitably good enough to provide a good degree of cover in there. So if anyone comes in, they're going to see you. All right, then next up we have uh, 30. Ella, you are upstairs egging on your uh, mm-hmm. your friend. Yep. Not, not a word you would think you once upon a time you would have ever used that, but fair enough. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Ella's just in the storage room, and after a little bit of yelling, I think she goes to the master bedroom and looks at Juliet. Juliet, please play and just sits on the bed and waits for everything to be over. Give me a mind roll. That is a 44 under 50. That's a match success. Um, You sit down and you have a bit of a realisation. I'm just going to drop you a um, a handout to you in uh, Discord. Mm Mm-hmm. Have fun. All right. Right. Uh, next up is 29, so Donna. I'll pick up the shovel and use it on the window and just cut my losses. <laughs> yep, I you, will... You break the window. Use the shovel as shelter from the hail and run towards the barn. You start making your way over there. One might find that someone else is following in your footsteps. Right, that was 29, so next is going to be 25, so ice pick. Oh, yeah. So I've seen that my 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 comrades have gotten out and um, somebody's trying to blow the place up and uh, there's a new enemy in the place. And so for all these reasons more, I'm out. Um, so I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just going to run out the back door and start trying to loop my way back around to regroup with the with my comrades at the front. OK, um- Janet did say she stood in the back doorway with the box of matches. So give me a speed roll to see if you can get past her. All right. Uh, 28 is less than uh, 50. So you're you able to dodge round her and be able to get, uh, start legging it out Excuse the back me. door. <laughs> yeah, go through. 24 is Uda. Yeah. Um. At, at this point, you know, I'm also in the kitchen as well and uh you know so i'm gonna i see ice pick leave the house so i'm gonna uh order tristan to to heal and uh so he won't pursue that anymore 
And um, I'll just, you know, I, I probably will see Janet standing there as well and just say, uh, I think everybody's cleared out, so we, we, we should be okay for a bit. And I'll say that to Janet. Okay. Okay. And okay. I think it's Janet's turn next. Yeah. Um, I basically want to do nothing other than if someone or something tries to attack me, I will light the match and peace out out the back door. So um, I, I, I don't think you can like hold your actions in the system, but like th that's effectively what I want to do. Um, uh, you, you, you go right at the bottom of the round anyway, so there's yeah. nothing to hold. <laughs> okay, so to make sure I've got the right uh, right targets, the only people inside, although Morton is still at, no, Morton ran out of the house, didn't you? Because you went out the front door and mm -hmm. saw the police car. Uh, Steve, you are running towards the police car, trying to get to the driver's side. Juan, you are being brave, Sir Robin went out to the uh, went out to the barn. Ice Pick also uh, legged it out the back door. Jake is uh, now returning to his senses, but is still inside. Uh, Janet is at the back door, so Jake and Janet are still inside. Donna is out the back, uh, the outside window. And then Uda honest. and Ella don't count as valid targets. So it's Jake and Janet are the two targets that Bors has for the. Uh, oh yeah. At the beginning of this round. I did just say get them out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, having landed, um, I think that the closest one that he's going to see is in fact uh, Janet through the see through the kitchen. This this thing that looks like a person. Runs forward, six million dollar man runs uh, runs full pelt towards you, and is going to try and smack you with a ma uh, with a massive fist. So he has the stat uh, attack skill of sixty percent and forty two. Very dead. How clockworks work, they do firearms damage. Uh -huh. uh, firearms damage works that the, the number I rolled, if it's, if it's a success, that's how much damage it does. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm very, very So good. it did yeah. 42 damage? It does 42 Ooh. damage. Normally, if it's a weapon no. like a handgun and such, uh, to put it in perspective, the gun that Jake went to grab has a maximum damage of 50. Clockworks have no max damage. So this does for, this does forty-two <laughs> points, where it essentially puts its fist through your guts. Um, you go down to. Can it hit her in the mouth? Minus not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh I think God. you might actually. Uh, you took you took eight points earlier from the slap across the face. Mm. So for um, a total of fifty damage. Yeah. All together. Um, Wait, is your body fifty? Um, <laughs> what What normally happens is the GM is encouraged that I keep track of your hit points, yes. so you don't you don't ever know really how much how many hit points you've got at any one point. Your hit points are based off your body stat, which is fifty. Mm, my body oh. is fifty. Yeah. Um, yeah. This this thing runs forward and basically tears I'm you so in sorry. two. 
its mm. fist goes through you and then rips you apart. Oh my um, god! It's just a shower of blood that uh, coats the inside of the kitchen. And yeah, um, well, Uda can definitely give me a violence check because you're right—you're uh, right in front of it when this goes off. Dear God. <laughs> okay. Um, I forget what am I rolling against? Your mind. <laughs> oh, mind. Okay, that is uh, 40 under 70. Okay, uh, you pick up a hardened violence knot, so at least there's a, there's a silver lining to this. And uh, Jake, as you're also in the... You're kind of seeing this on the periphery. You can give me a... Uh, this would be a, easily a rank five violence check, seeing this, uh, seeing this thing. Oh that you tear a guy God. apart with his bare hands. So I have... Uh, I'm three hardened for violence, so I... Yeah, this is going to be ranked easily ranked five. So yeah, you definitely need to give me a uh, give me a roll. Ooh, and eighty-seven is not a good roll. Right, uh, you have a choice. Do you want to uh, paralyze in fear? Do you want to run away, or do you want to attack this thing? Run away. <laughs> okay, smart choice. I mean, officer. also, I, I saw it sort of shoot through. Like you know, I'm like back up in the hallway just recovering and I saw this bullet machine go out of one room across the hall and then heard this splash and saw guts and viscera come in so I think the front door is a good choice okay you you started uh, is indeed your uh, oh not you're not quite because Morton goes first so Morton you're up up yeah because the dog comes back so it doesn't uh, it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. this round 37 Morton you're up Morton is going to make himself scarce, preferably behind a bush or something like that, and hope that the police um, distance themselves from their vehicle. Well, you, there's, a, there's a police car you can hide behind. Sure. Right, I'm just waiting to... Here we go. Their stats. They go on... They go on 50, actually, so they are going to be going... Uh, they're going to be going slightly before you. They are getting all they're doing is getting out the car, but you can see their attention is definitely drawn towards the house, where there's this ungodly, unearthly, horrific rip and tear and splat inside. So, yeah, you, your plan works. They they've definitely got their attention in that in that direction. So you you can go around the back of the car and hide there. That is not a problem. Thirty seven, thirty six, Jake, you're running out the front door. Let's go run, run like hell. Hard with uh, my hands handcuffed behind my back, so I'm sort of stumbling, running it, across the street from the farmhouse. Are there is there a row of trees, or is it just fields? It's farmland that just goes off into darkness uh, in every direction. Yeah. <laughs> so so the hail is hail. The st- hail is still coming down. Oh yeah! If if you're out walking more than five outside more than five minutes, you're going to start taking damage. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually approach the police car directly since mm-hmm. I'm still in, although it's torn and muddy, the uniform. Uh, that's true. Okay. So you start. You're going towards the car as the two cops are coming forward. That's thirty-six, thirty-five, Steve. You've gone around to the driver's side as the cop has got out and is kind of looking past you towards the house. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to get behind him and blow his head off. (laughs) 
Okay, uh, give me a speed roll to see if you can pull off uh, pull it off without him noticing. Oh no, sixty three ain't gonna cut it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, uh, you pull the gun as pretty much your eyes lock with the cop who looks over his shoulder, and you just hear him yell, "Gun!" They might be they, they might be changing what they do next turn. Uh, thirty three is up next. One, you're in the barn. All right, so shit's going down. I am watching the house. Uh, I see, is it Donna coming in my direction? I believe so, yeah. Is it too okay. dark? Well, I can see the house. I can see the lights in the house. I someone is, someone is coming, coming in your direction. Somebody's coming in my direction. Mm. So, okay, I've made my decision what I'm going to do. I am going to... Whoever comes into the barn, I'm going to hit him with the frying pan. Or I'm going to use karate on them, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't want to kill him. I just want to knock him down. And then I'm going to use my frying pan over my head, and I'm going to run in the opposite direction of the action, across the field. I can. I just need that time to get away from all of this so that I can eventually find it place to hide and go you know uh i'm abandoning all of it okay uh, but i can't i can't i can't have the person coming this way see which way i run gotcha uh give me a karate roll to see if you can basically um (laughs) i've studied for years (laughs) i got a 21 out of 55 okay so on the plus side, I mean, you're hitting them with a frying pan, which will be a plus three because it's fairly, uh, fairly big. It's a nice, like a skillet you're hitting him with. Yeah. So that will be a whopping six points that Donna takes. Um, <laughs> you might see stars for a minute, but yeah, you, you, something comes out of it comes out of nowhere as you get towards the entrance of the barn, and then whack in the face. So you go, ah. and then I, I see him running. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like suddenly you see stars and one of them someone running away from you at high speed uh, <laughs> as they get pel- pelted by a uh, hailstorm. 30. Ella. Which like is kind of that? funny because the pan is making this. Anyone can hear. <laughs> yeah, you just need to. Which way do they go? Come Ellie, you've had this wonderful revelation about your true nature. What would you a, like to do? A very, very wonderful revelation indeed. Uh, I think Ella will go back downstairs and just look at Uder. My dear, your works are even better than I thought they'd ever become. Oh, I'm not that good. They're better than you realize. All right, that's on a 30. 29, Donna. Stars. Ah, where the hell do they go? I am going to just hide in the the barn and use my aura sight to see if anyone's coming towards okay, the barn. That means you can see in the dark. I effectively see them coming in the dark. So uh give me a conceal roll. Okay. I I don't have that, so is that. 30 base minus is, one of the stats base uh base is normally 15 so mm-hmm. uh what because that is a skill that everyone gets 
Okay. Well, I rolled a 67, so that's no no go. I, I, you're in the same position that Juan was in. It's just there is nowhere to hide, really, in here. That's, mm-hmm. There's not enough ample cover. That car is just too small, and anyone that comes in will be able to see where you are. So maybe, maybe why he ran for it. <laughs> All right, that was 29. So 25, I believe, is next. So that will be Ice Pick. Yeah. Um, so, uh, about far, how far have I gotten, like around the house? You were intending to get. Uh, I was trying to get back to the to the front where the where the where um, Steve and and Morton are. You can be around the corner of the house, so you're right. um, you're on the front side of it on that bottom um, right hand corner. And I assume I I see you know Steve engaging them, so I'm going to go rush to try and help him and get you know. Uh, like get either that or if, if I can get in the, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to get to like, we're trying to take their car. So whatever steps I need to take to get us in the car, um, I'm doing that. So I assume that would be taking them out first because, you know, they're in the way. Yeah. They aren't exactly just going to let you take it. Right. So I'm going to help try to help Steve in the, in the brawl here and, and get the other one. Okay. Uh, you can give me a speed roll to see if you can get over there and sure. engage in this, uh, in the same round. Uh, 19. Okay, you're able to uh, you're able to get to one of the two police officers. In fact, the one that is closer to the front door that has just been told by his partner gun and is turning kind of turning right. around, pulling his weapon. Uh, this taser, it's a, a trigger one. It's not a it's, it's not a cartridge. It's a handheld, so you have to get up close and personal. Right, but it, it, I can in. still it's like it's still good to go. It's not like I've used up the one. Oh no, it's it's got there's no ammo awesome. listed for it. Yeah, it's yeah. You just keep pushing the button. Right, yeah, I figure it's one of those. Yeah, one of those uh, you handle. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to tase the uh, the other cop that, that's not being shot. <laughs> Struggle. All right. Uh, ooh, that is an 83. So I can't even flip it, unfortunately. Right, you uh, you try to get close enough, and the guy that just twists out of your way as he's uh, turning sh- around, pulling his gun, and just you miss as he as you try and go in. Uh, that is 25 so next is gonna be 24 uda um yeah i think that uh i think given the situation right now uda is going to give uh, an order to boars to uh stand down and wait for the orders okay you know it's pretty hard to control him so you normally have to set him doing something so just asking him to stand there and uh stand there and hold Give me a soul roll to see if you can actually command him. Okay. Jeez. Oh, I missed it by two. Ah. Okay. He's looking around and you can see there's kind of still bloodlust in his eyes. Um, he's looking for a new target. And next, it would have been Janet. Janet's kind of over there, over there, over there, and up there. So kind of spread over the. Bit of a uh, bit of kitchen. paste right now. Yeah, and so it's now Boar's uh, on his uh, his action. There's no one else in the house apart from Uda and Ella. So the only person, the only other people that would be visible would be the cop outside the front, uh, out the front door. Boar's goes running towards the nearest target that's not you two, so goes forward and tries to rip the cop apart. So. And probably rolls 96, uh, barrels outside and slips on the front porch and goes flat on his face. So that doesn't help. 
Tristan kind of looks up and yaps at you with the kind of, uh, but, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, pants at you, kind of going, got a good dog, being obedient. Mm. Uh, no, no one else goes on that high. So over to Morton on 37. Okay. Um, how close is the, or the driver police officer to the car? Can I get into the seat? Uh, they had got out and were going towards the house, so they are about half, half a half to a full length of a car away from their own car. Okay. Morton is going to jump into the driver's seat of the car. Okay. Uh, there's nothing that's really stopping you, I think, uh, from doing that. There is. Uh, admittedly, you have Steve and one other cop which are nearby the car because he got out and Steve came up from behind him, but they're not blocking the uh, they're not blocking the doorway. So, um, say so given the fact that it is stay hailing, give me a speed roll to see if any, basically if anything goes wrong. Okay. Uh, I matched my speed. Uh, as in, you equal your speed. Yeah, I equaled my speed. Seven. Yeah. That- that's fine. Equally is, equal is good. So you you jump round and you dive into the car. That's on 37. So 36 is Jake. Uh, so barreling out of the house so as not to get murdered, I sort of passed one of the cops who's coming up the porch. Yeah, the one that's now had this thing try to, to go at him. Shot yeah. past and sort of was looking for the protection of the car. And then I see sweet little Morton getting the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. And Steve is Steve was on the porch about to pop one of the cops. Steve had gone round to the driver's side. The, the cop that was in the driver's uh, seat got out. And then as he went past Steve, Steve tried to blow him, blow him away in the back of the head. But the cop saw what was happening and turned round and yelled gun. But he didn't move but he was still so close that Morton could get around him. Oh, in fact, actually, I forgot the, he, the cop would have acted on 50 as mm. well. My bad. Um, but yeah, we'll go for you in a minute and then we'll do the cop. Well, so given the precise positions, I think it's time for me to throw the goddamn handcuffs over Steve's neck. <laughs> Even if it means breaking one of my shoulders in the process, because I'm done! (laughs) (laughs) Fucker! Give me a body roll to see if you can get your get your arms over and be able to try and do try and then do the maneuver. 24 (laughs) for 70. So just a regular success, but yeah, so for, for, for a cosmetic ease then, yeah, you pop one of your shoulders and then manage to uh, to get the thing up and then you can try to throttle him. Uh, that's going to be a struggle roll, uh, with, which for you is your subdue, I believe it's... Subdue and restrain. Yep. <laughs> I rolled a 92, but I think disobedient convicts are an appropriate rage point. Oh, you are going apeshit on him. So, yeah, you can definitely flip, uh, use your rage. Flip it on him. <laughs> 29. <laughs> right. You start to try and choke him out. There are rules for this. I'm glad I looked them up before I, before I started. 
So, so Capaldo, come on, man. Come on. I mean, <laughs> we're old friends. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Remember the good times at the mess hall? Come we're on. <laughs> right. Exotic damage, strangling, cutting off oxygen. Use the drowning rules. Uh, you can hold your breath for a number of seconds equal to your body stat. Da, da, da. Cutting off blood to the brain. All right, then you range for the same for the next three rounds. Da, da, da. Only possible option to avoid is to try and dodge each each round. Right, so the minute he's got hold of you, so it'll then be to see whether Steve can try and break out of it on his action, trying to do, trying to dodge out of the way, uh, or rather dodge out of the um, out of the hold rather, because you can't dodge the attack because you act faster than him. So it's basically him trying to get out of the maneuver that you've put him in. To that, I I can use either my rage stimulus or fear stimulus or nimble stimulus if they match. Um. So I'm going to use the fear on that just for in case well, fear, fear would be to get away from this. Uh, what's go? Uh, what you? Oh use right. But rage would definitely be the one that you need to, to rage grab is the one. Gotcha. So you, you have successfully Good. got him in the maneuver. Steve has, Steve's only option is to try and get out of it at the, uh, on his action. Very good. Or be, or be successfully throttled. There's not <laughs> a big choice. So that, that was 35. So then we've got 33, which will be one. Running, I imagine. Running off into the distance. <laughs> if, if there's a, a tree line somewhere off in the distance or... Uh, there is just black in all directions, as far as you can tell. Yeah. There, there's no landscape. This is, in fact, because you're yeah, out and about it. and flat. actually seeing it up close, the farmland doesn't even look as though it's been farmed in years. It's just barren land that goes off in because they're not they weren't farmers. They were you've got a crazy uh, mechanical inventor and his wife that lived here. It's just the farmhouse is a nice deserted place where he could do his stuff in in quite peace and quiet. Well, so there is. Is there is there uh, moon stars? There might be, but given its hailstorms, that's normally. Oh, that's bound. right. It's a storm. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be pitch black. Give me, no, give me a notice roll though to see if you can spot anything that is out there. Oh, I got an eighteen. What's my notice? Uh, Fifteen would be thirty-five. Nice. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Right, right. Somewhere off in the distance, you think you see what may be the faint twinkling lights of another house, but it's. A good few miles off. It's going to take you a while to get there, but it is so, it's something rather than just nothing out there. I think if I can assume that it's farmland for miles and miles and miles, I think that I'm not going to go towards the light. I don't want to get into another robot situation or another another <laughs> farmer situation. I'm just mm. going to keep heading. Maybe eventually I figure I'll see a glow in the sky far off, which might be a, a larger city or metropolis area. That's what I would head for, but not for another house. Okay. Um, in which case, you flee off into the into the darkness. Yeah, just listening to my own breath and uh, as I'm running. All right, and you effectively can declare like a fair escape. So you are, you are out of it because nothing's going to find you out there in the dark, apart from maybe Donna might be the only one because she heard the skill that she has. There's no such ah. thing. <laughs> no, as long as, as Boris doesn't find me. <laughs> mm. so that's 33. 
then we've got 30. So Ella. Uh, Ella Ella's going to go into the kitchen and turn off the gas, start fanning it out of the house. Go okay. back to normal. <laughs> Return things to a nice, peaceful player method like they should be. Mm, exactly. 29. Off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just whip out the brush and start cleaning it all down. Mm. Uh, I'll have the washing machine hands help me out. <laughs> so I'm going to basically curl up and lean up against this truck with a shovel at my side. Just wait. If anything comes near you, whack it. Yep. All right, 25 ice pick. Uh, let's see here. So I see that I've seen that Morton has gotten in the vehicle. Yep. Um, I guess on that rate, I mean, shit. Uh, uh, yeah, keys. That's the issue, though. Um, oh. Um, yeah, so uh, does it... Uh, it doesn't look like he's like started the car yet, right? Uh, the car is still running. They oh, go out without turning the engine. Okay, that answers my question. Um, well, shit. Steve's a big boy, right? <laughs> uh, you, you take Janet's so. advice. Take Janet's yeah, advice. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna try to get into the in the passenger seat. Give me a speed roll. All right. Uh, well, no, that's an 88. <laughs> 88, you say? Yep, that's, oh, a, that's no, a fumble. Double right. Fail. right, you you run forward. You slip as you yep. go to, um, as you go towards the door your face bounces off the open door for the uh, yeah for the uh, the passenger Ow. side and yeah you think you know you break your uh, your nose breaks cuz something definitely shatters when you're oh. that hit. oh shit yeah, there's just like, blood gushing down your front oh. as a result of that right tw- that was 25 24 uda yeah uda is actually in a little bit of a panic and so he's going to actually run out onto the front porch and just sort of see what's going on. Right. Uh, yeah, you head outside. Uh, you can see Balls is uh, getting up and trying to have a go. Uh, trying to have a go at one of the police officers. Uh, what one? Also, the other police officer, which is uh, turned around and is face to face with Steve. And also, you've got a uh, ice pick who seems to have broke his nose. And to that, to that point, with an eighty-eight. Um, you are now a minus ten to your stat rolls because you've taken uh, you've crossed over the first threshold of damage. So mm. if that becomes if that becomes relevant, uh, I think the next up. Oh, no, did we? Don't forget that I'm throttling Steve. Yes. Oh yeah. What about the cops? I think, yeah, I the think we skipped the cops 52. and Steve. Mm. Yeah, so cops and Steve have got to go. We'll do what's mm-hmm. loose first. If you sure me, you should <laughs> um, If you want to try and get out of it, you can give me a dodge roll. Yeah, because there's no way he's going to be able to shoot a gun like this. So yeah, he's he's trying to lean on the... Oh, no. No, no. 61. Is it he might phone? be Batman. No, 61 hey, do you have a, over 30. Do you have anything you could flip it with? Uh, unfortunately, due to his gender, no. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Steve's okay. a piece of shit. <laughs> mm. 
mineral roll 20 and same thing it's three round four roll today okay so you are you are currently held uh this is going to be a contest basically but back and forth over the next few rounds uh if jake wins over the next three rounds uh that is murder after that point so yeah hope that uh hope that jake doesn't win for uh, the next three rounds in a row or the cops stop him yeah well yeah see what happens with uh, the cops, I think, at this point, uh, for all they're going to do in the round, uh, they are going to be uh, a the guy on the floor, the one that was attempted to be attacked, is going to uh, draw their gun and point it at the at balls, but balls is going to get up and just doesn't care because it's, it's guns and he's a clockwork. And the other one that was point uh, that was pointing at Steve is a little bit confused, seeing that you've got uh, the officer in another uniform, uh, currently trying to throttle out. Uh, throttle out Steve so he's also drawing his gun but kind of pointing it between the two of you not really knowing what he's going to do and I think that is everyone for the round at that point because I think everyone else is gone uh, yeah because Ud was on 24 and Janet is still spread over the kitchen so uh, next round so Borrow Bores goes first on 60 uh, he's going to try and rip the Rip the first, well, the second police officer in two, and gets O nine. So that is ten for the zero and nine for that. So that's nineteen points of damage. Yeah, he re uh, reaches up and rips one of the arms off the uh, off the officer. There's a gash, a gash of blood that goes off into the dark, and he screams. That was. Uh, that's him. So he's not dead. He's not down, but he's still like ah, and just also lost the arm which he was uh, holding his gun in. So if anyone wants to try and get a uh, gun out of a dis uh, dismembered police officer's arm, go ahead. Uh, the other cop then goes on fifty, and he's going to try and uh, then shoot at balls. I'm just seeing what he's done to his uh, done to his partner. Uh, rolls thirty and hits. So there is a shot. Uh, just does uh, 13. Um, you can see those of you that are in close proximity, see the bullet hole go into balls. And it's just, it's a hole that appears in his clothing and you can see the bullet pass through the other side. It doesn't seem phased at all by this. Uh, other copper that affects is out of it for having his arm ripped off. He's just going to try and crawl, crawl away. So then we're down to 37. So Morton, you're in the car. Okay. Um, does anyone look like they're disposed, like, are able to get in the car? Because he doesn't want to wait around very long. Oh, you open the door, I can get in. <laughs> yeah. Um, he'll wait one more round. And then if no one's in by then, he's taken off. Okay. So you're, you're mm -hmm. holding? Mm -hmm. uh, 36. Jake, uh, you want to give me a roll for throttling, Steve? Want is a funny word, but yeah. It's my right. uh, oh, I rolled an O2. Right. Uh, you admittedly, there is a caveat on these. You have to roll a minimum of 20. Mm. Oh. Um, so you can you can hold him, 
So you're, you're basically maintaining your grip, but this doesn't count as another round for throttling. So you, you don't cut off the blood supply to his, uh, to his brain for another round. If I uh, think that I'm protecting the innocent and obedient, and I flip that into a 20... Um, I'd buy that. You're effectively protecting him from... Because uh, you were protecting the cop because he was going to go forward and blow the cop's brains out. Yeah, I mean, I think Steve's universally a, a real menace. So it's... <laughs> right, so I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Two more rounds left to kill him. So, uh, unless Steve manages to break out somehow. Right, then... Or I can... Is he lose... Is, is his... Uh, I mean... It, it, I had a hard time keeping my weapon when I was being zapped. How's his weapon going? Because I'd love yeah, um, somebody to come and take his weapon from him. Steve can give me a speed roll, see if he's kept hold of it. Oh, no. A 92. <laughs> that, that gun is... It's gone. <laughs> you ain't got it. Neither is he. Right, so that, is, that was Jake. So 35 is Steve. I've got no one listen to me. Give it speaking already right off. Oh, 53 ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, you can feel the yeah. you're becoming lightheaded at this point. That yeah, this is start yeah, your vision is starting to shrink down to a, a pinprick. This this ain't looking good. Uh next up 33, one, you are continuing running off into the dark. I am uh, at the airport. I am waiting for my flight to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> Just patiently sat there in the hail. Uh, and 30, the, uh, Ella. the robotic uh, uh, stewardess comes up. You want something to drink? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if Ella is in a certain state to sick Tristan out there, too. I don't know. With that revelation in the master bedroom. That's up, up to you. You know what? I think she does. So right. from the from the kitchen, people just hear, Tristan, help Boris, would you? Okay, so the dog goes, yep, and starts running forward. Again, we'll then get to, he'll be in, engaged next round. Mm. That was 30, 29, Donna. You're still sat there with your shovel. Do I see ready. the murder robots off in the distance? Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't have auras because they, they aren't alive. Yeah, But I'm but, seeing auras just disappear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's the, the cop, one of them is uh, slowly getting fading away. Uh, Steve is also fading away uh, at the minute. So yeah, the, the, the lights are starting to get dimmer around. I'll watch for, I'll watch for a little bit more. <laughs> Oh, voyeuristic. Right, that was 29, 25, ice pick. You yeah, at this point, I'm just going to, just going to, you know, uh, get in the car. Okay, um, you are minus 10 to your speed because of your injury that you sustained, so give me a roll. Oh, do I, do I need a roll to just to, to get in now at this point, now that... It's mainly to see if anything else happens on the way in. For instance, like, uh, do you get a random hailstone hit you in the face? Uh, okay, and that is a zero seven. So that's that's seven. You are in without right. a problem, right? Uh, so you're both you're both in the car. Yeah, and I guess I mean, 
I'm going to look to see if there's anything like in the glove box that we can maybe use to help. But at this point I'm like, uh, gun it. Like it's time to go. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> that was 25. So 24 is Uda. Oh, he's also muted. Oh, you're mute. Um, yeah. So Uda, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to actually go out to where uh, all of this is is going on, uh, and uh, and see if I can find like one of the guns. That's I think that's what I'm going to try to do. Okay, give me a notice roll. Um. Oh wow, that is an O one. Hey, you see, you see both the guns that are out here. Uh, there's the one that uh, Steve dropped, and there's the one that's still gl- uh, held in the hand of the dismembered arm of the cop that's right uh, right by you. So that's the closer one of the two. Um, I'll go to the the closest one. Okay, and uh, you can pick that up in that in this round. So that's your okay. your action done then to to pick up the weapon. And then that is the end of the round because you are the last you are the slowest out of everyone that's still alive mm-hmm. unless i've missed anyone i think i've got everyone there yeah you you got everybody right uh so back up to the top with boars on 60 he's going to try and finish off the co- uh finish off the cop in front of him and roll 62 so he misses uh mm. however the dog thing has a go at him and rolls 10 so that is firearms damage of 10 that drops him to a minus 20 for the uh, for the cop. So he is uh, basically, he's got one arm left and the dog is basically almost biting his way through it. The poor guy is screaming, writhing on the floor. Um, he is just going to try and get the hell away uh, at this point. And he run, starts, not legging it, but he tries leaping, uh, limping off into the distance with the dog still trying to rip his arm off in the process. Uh, the other cop is still going to try and uh, shoot at Paws and fails and then that's both of the cops done that's Paul's done that's Tristan done uh, Morton on 37 you're in a car the engine's running you've got a passenger it's total bedlam outside the car he's not waiting anymore so he grabs the shifting lever puts it in drive and floors it okay give me a drive roll Okay. That's not going to cut it. An 87 over 15. Okay, it's not a match failure. So you start to turn it round. You're slipping and sliding on all this muddy on muddy ground. But at least you you get it. You start turning it round, but you're not making because not zooming out yet. Okay. So you you vaguely maneuvered and put at least vaguely pointing in the right direction. Slip sliding around. Yep. That is 37, 36. Jake. Uh, Steve's dropped the gun mm-hmm. in the in the hail spattered mud. He stopped screaming. So trying to tap out. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, so I'm gonna you know put my heel on the gun and wrench the handcuffs over mm. his face to drop him to the ground before he dies. 
so when when you say that, are you trying to are you actively trying to kill him, or are you uh, being merciful at the last minute? I'm, I'm trying to release him, but not nicely. Okay, uh, give me your subdue roll then. So this will be more for damage than actually killing him. Sixteen is, you know, well under fifty-five, but it's not cool fifty-two. Okay, so that will be seven. So that is two, Steve. Okay, yeah, there is a definite gasp uh, as he draws in breath, and then you can see him go down. So you are, you're suddenly feeling a rush of blood back to your head, uh, back to your head. Your stars in your eyes and everything starting to white out a bit, but you are able to breathe finally, and there is blood rushing to places where it should be rushing to. So that is now your turn on 35. He's he's getting up and he's swearing long more swears than even I know as the car's like spinning out. He's gonna just try and like grab onto the back. He can't even deal with Jake right now. He's gonna let this tearing thing take care of him. Okay, give me a speed roll to see if you can grab it while it's moving around. Well, would you believe I can't? At a 62 <laughs> over 50. Face face first in the mud, leaps forward. Okay, you uh, face, Yeah, you're you're face down in the mud. <laughs> Depending on what happens with Morton, he may end up running over you. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so that is 35. Then 33, one running, running. <laughs> um, I, I might just sit down in the mud and hold the pan over my head because it can't last forever. Dunk, 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 dunk. It's, it's lasting all <laughs> night. You take damage every five minutes. So, uh, Ella, you're on 30. Uh, Ella's going to go outside and watch the chaos unfold. <laughs> Get these people off my lawn. Mm. Hey, 29, Donna. I'll watch yeah, Ella watch everyone else. Yeah, Ella with that aura of something that you have no she's idea. She's not human. Is. She's yeah, not she right. Is not, she is not human. You're, you're 100% certain of that. Uh, that was 29, 25. Ice pick. You're in the car that's kind of doing this kind of fishtailing. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, we're, we're getting out of here. That, that's all that's good. Uh, what is in the glove box? Uh, you find, I'd say probably find uh, a flare gun, uh, a few road flares. Uh, uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't have a gun in there because they're, they're oh, already... Yeah, open. yeah. I guess? I mean, could I get the window open and shoot a flare in the same... You can try it, but you're going to be at some pretty substantial penalties. Yeah, I guess, I guess... I'm gonna uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the flare gun and I'm gonna start lowering the window. Uh but I'm not gonna rush to do this. Just like if we're if we still haven't gotten out of here by next turn, I might shoot at one of the cops to try and see if I can help Steve. But at this point, you know, I'm ready to go. So that, that's what the focus is. Okay. So that's your that's your prepping for next round effectively. That was 24. 524 Uda. Yeah, I I've picked up this gun and I realize that I don't know how to use it. So, I'm looking around and I probably see Ella at this point and I'm just going to go over to her uh and uh defend. That's kind of my mindset. 
and that is indeed what you do. That is uh, what brings out the best in you. Right, that was 24. So next round, I think we're probably going to wrap towards uh, a conclusion very quickly. Um, Bors, yeah, he tears the other... Um, he get, r- runs over and as aided by the dog, tears the other policeman in two. Uh, the other cop who's trying to take pot shots realises that A, he's missing balls completely, sees the dog then turn on him and he just runs off doing it, doing a one and runs off into the dark, just trying to get anywhere away from these, realising that he's next on, his head is next on the platter if he stays where he is. Uh, Morton, if you're attempting to uh, get the car under control, give me a drive roll. Yeah, I'm going to try to shift it in the four wheel and get it, get some traction here. So 21 over 15. All right. Uh, you admittedly do have part of the benefit of having already tried this in the previous round. The slight, the slight problem is that uh, you're looking for something to give the, uh, give the vehicle traction. You just found it. It's called Steve. Um, <laughs> Steve takes Sorry, 20, <laughs> Steve takes 21 points of damage reflecting your roll uh, doesn't kill him but yeah Steve's feeling pretty bad at this point you're at a minus 20 to your stat rolls um, but it does mean that as the wheel critic grinds against his back and tear, almost tears him up uh, on his back uh, on his lower back and his ass uh, the car lurches forward and you do start off uh, fishing off into the dark. I get by with a little help from my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, man. That was 35. 33. One. Running. Perpetually running. <laughs> Wait, I think I got step, skipped. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. My bad. Uh, sorry. Yeah, 36 is Jake. It was, it was good timing because Steve and I were in a sort of colloquy and then it got resolved because I can see his hip bones and part of his spine <laughs> which makes the matter simpler um i'm gonna pull the mine authorized firearm out of the mud mm-hmm. and i'm gonna move off of this property across the road mm-hmm. to start okay. okay so you you retrieve the gun and go back a few steps that's your your main action in the round is retrieve the gun and that is 36. Uh, Steve, you feel in a shit ton of pain. What do you want to yeah, do? It's burning. Like he's reduced to animal instincts at this point. He just saw the car go out the way. He's just crawling. He's just in the, in the getting hit by hail. Just crawling, man. I think you're just trying to get away any way you can, one arm after the other. You. One running. Uh, Ella. Watching chaos. Yeah, just watching. Uh, Donna, you have a shovel. Steve's aura is kind of, you know, it's kind of fading. Yeah, he's it's, it's kind of uh, definitely not as bright as it was. Still watching. Uh, ice pick. You've got the window yeah, down if I you think, want. Uh, I think as we're starting to roll out of here, uh, I can- 
so what is the image as we uh, so like so uh steve is is on the ground we've just used him to to get out of here uh but what's what's the status of the cops and the and the dog one of the cops is almost certainly down because there's bits of him all over the um all over the driveway the other one you can see just on the edge of the light running off into the dark because he's he realizes that balls is going to come after him next Um, Uh, the dog is also chasing after him I guess I'm going to shoot at the cop because I don't want there to be witnesses and I'm hoping to help the dog out at this point. <laughs> okay, uh, you are going to be at a fairly bad penalty for this because A, you're yeah. moving. The and I have a minus 10. And, well, and he's moving. Um, you're at a minus 30 to your Right, well, yeah. So uh, I believe this means that I need to get a one. Right, well, there's a chance. Uh, I, got a, I, got a, I got a 24, which is still too low because my... Or is this you, does this use shoot gun? Uh, yes, this will be. Yeah, so I needed to have gotten a one, and I didn't. So I got a, I got a twenty four, and that's not a critical one. <laughs> Bam! There's a flare which shoots out across the uh, across yep. the ground, and, and it hits me. Things, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hits one in the pan. <laughs> so yeah, this this thing should is designed for shooting up in the air, right? Like flare. So it kind of arcs down. And you, it just embeds in the ground, off in the off in the darkness. <laughs> And then Uda on 24. I'm with Ella. I'm watching all this chaos going on. Okay. I think we're going to almost just do another couple of rolls here, and that's pretty much where we'll wrap up. So, Morton, give me another drive roll to see how well you are getting off the property. All right. So I got the car pointed in the right direction. Steve gave me a little bit of assistance there. So let's see. All right, I rolled a two. You finally have control. In fact, you have perfect control on this. Maybe it's the fact you hit a good part of the road, which is uh, actually got some gravel left on it, actually got some hard surface. You are away. Uh, So the other two, uh, the others back at the house will just see these two uh, red lights, just the brake lights, just going off into the distance, and you are home free. All right, where do you want to go, Ice Pick? Anywhere but here. Good going, Morton. All right. Uh, we, we, uh, somewhere we can switch cars because the, we, we got to do that. But yeah. In due time, we'll get there. Right. One last look in the rearview mirror. Yeah, it doesn't look like anybody else made it yeah, out. Yeah. Well, let's see what uh, what's happened to Steve because Steve, I'm not Jack. Jake goes next on 36 and has uh, just picked up his gun. Have yeah. Bors and Tristan kind of just dealt with the cop who's running yeah, away B- still? Bors is running off into the dark, chasing the cop that got away. So effectively, that's everyone that's left is just you guys. So they they are out mm. of it now. All right. So yeah, so I'm I'm across the the small paved road, like holding my ruptured shoulder and my and my muddy gun and my bloody. Uh, cuffs between my wrists like <clears throat> Mr. and Mrs. Krasmerski <clears throat> yes dear yes uh, we apologize for the inconvenience <laughs> uh, oh, don't worry about it dear point me the way toward uh, civilization be on my oh. way uh, follow the gentleman in the car. They're heading the right way. 
Have a good night. <clears throat> Take care. Feel free to come back anytime, officer. You're always Shit. welcome. But I'd prefer if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Getting back to the car. It's about a mile hike. Uh, it's going to take you half an hour to get there. So that's going to be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, roll 60, 10. Oh. oh, all the hail. Eight, four. Hang on. Eight, four. Eight, four, eight, four. And five, six. Wow. So many nice high rolls. You're still up because that brings you down to a total of uh, that's total damage you've taken is 30. I know for total damage 40. So your current hit points are 30. So you get to the uh, you get back to the car. Admittedly, it's out the van. It's out of gas, but at least it's somewhere where you can hold up away from all the hail that's coming down on uh, on top of you. So you're battered and bruised, um, but still still alive. And you can basically wait it out until morning in the car if you want. That'll be a very interesting conversation with uh, the HR community and psych staff and so on. But yeah, I've got my gun. I'm beaten to bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're down. You're down into the minus twenties. Your stat uh, territory at that point. So I spend the night rocking back and forth and thinking about what I'm going to tell. My 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 boss, and then like, get to steal a lot of money and go to Hawaii mm-hmm. once I recover. Hi, right. Steve. What are you doing? Well, guessing at the reduced speed and uh, the amount of damage taken from a car, I'm guessing <laughs> he gets pulped before he even makes it across the uh, the property line. Like he's probably just about when a final hail just cocks him out yeah in fact i think what might be uh probably more more apt before you uh, as you are being battered and Uh-oh. just as things are starting to get to to start to go dark again as you as you are being pelted you hear a squelching pair of footprints come uh, come up behind you and you turn Welcome around to see home, this home boys <laughs> yeah uh having dealt with the cop there is just this man mountain of a clockwork that's there that just brings his foot down on your head Oh, for the lava. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> um, and I think then Donna, admittedly, you're out in the barn, so no one has gone out there checking after you. One, you are running out into the middle of nowhere. Um, I'm going to say, well, how you just said you're going to carry on running until you find something that's not a farmhouse. Oh, you're, you, you're muted. muted. I'm probably walking at this point. All right, so you are going to be I've probably out covered a few miles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say 10d10 then. So uh, roll them and let me know what they are. Of course, remember I have the pan over my head. It's coming all all over. So yeah, it's just, right you're avoiding on. the head, but it's still battering you all, all over the rest of you. Okay. It's gonna, they're also you're going to have to roll three, pretty damn high for this to kill you. It's one, basically how battered you are by the end of it. Six, one, eight, six, eight, 
six, seven, eight, six, and eight. Oh boy. <laughs> now you want me to add. Yeah, I heard some of those. I heard one, eight, six, eight, six, eight. Well, let's see. Three, three, one, seven, plus six, one, eight. Uh, six, eight, six, eight. Yeah, I've got your 10 rolls there. So that is a total of 51, uh, which means of your 65, you are down to the minus 30 bracket. You have less than a quarter of your starting health left. Uh, you are absolutely battered and broken by the time in the morning when the storm finally breaks and you're pretty much just curled up in a ball, but you are still, you're still clinging to life. If you hadn't got that frying pan and taken a few more uh, dice damage to the head, you'd probably be dead by now. So yeah, when the morning comes and the storm breaks, you are able to try and stagger your way towards civilization. And by uh, then, I'll have given you I'll give your description to the authorities <laughs> from my hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, wh whether they catch you or catch you or not is another story. Uh, Donna. What is your plan when um, you'll probably you're able to hide out in the barn until morning comes? What do you want to do? Uh, I'm gonna abandon the safety of the barn because I know there's a killer robot on the property, so I'm just gonna take the take the risk with the shovel over my head. Okay, give me and a, run uh, to the next me, farmhouse. Give me a conceal roll to see if you can get there without being noticed. Oh God. <laughs> Or is it still around? Okay, I got a 31, but can I use my fear stimulus for the unnatural, the abuse of mystic power? Oh, hell yes. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> right, you, you leg it off into the dark. You get, uh, you're are going to take, uh, give me 60, 10. 60, 10, I'll, I'll, I'll take those. Mm -hmm. uh, three, nine, so that's 12. Uh, four, 16. Another four, 20. Uh, eight, 28, another three, 31, and then 10. 41. 41. Okay, so that means I've got you've, a, taken a, yeah. you've taken a total of 47 points of damage. You have three hit points left as you finally Oof. stagger through the door <laughs> oh of the God. next house. But they take you in on literally your last legs. And uh, they immediately call for an ambulance. And meanwhile, then I think the only two that are left are, apart from cleaning Janet up off the uh, off the interior mm. of the kitchen, um, Uda and Ella. How do you um, wrap up this uh, interesting evening? Well, well, Ella, that was not the kind of evening I was hoping for. No, not really. But I do think I know something that could make our evening a little brighter. Oh, what, Juliet? Please play louder. And Ella will hold out her hand. Would you like to dance, my love? Of course. Right, and we'll leave it then in that last image as, uh, as Juliet uh, starts playing the violin. As Uda takes the cold, evidently the latex-covered uh, fleshy substitute over the clockwork that was originally built by yourself that you... Uh, that you've been trying to tell yourself for years obviously isn't your wife because your wife died but you just you obliterated the memory of that so that you could bring her back to life in her clockwork body because you have to sacrifice your own memories to do so 
But you've been in a state of self-denial for a long time now, and you're just able to cling on to that self-delusion just a little longer as you just listen to the music and dance with your uh, thing, the thing that wears your wife's face. Um, and that's where we'll leave it. You were half right with the robot theory. <laughs> I, I do like that somebody, I think, I can't remember who it was in chat, but they called the opposite of what it actually was. They were like, they were like, did you like <laughs> Yeah, they were like, Ooter's the robot. Yeah, it's like, actually. (laughs) I thought that for a while, that maybe she was the mastermind. Nope. I feel so bad for Janet. I'm sorry. I I should have never taken points of damage. You killed me. You would have lived had you not taken that. Had you simply overthrown Steve like I was trying to engineer, none of this would have happened. Oh, Had you really just good. kept your mouth shut and stayed put, <laughs> I was telling the truth when I said I, I, I when I when I was like him and Han, I was telling the truth every, with every uh, word. I was like, if you all just <laughs> shut up and go with the plan, nobody's gonna get hurt. But I knew that wasn't gonna happen. Uh, I'm I sorry, I kind really... of went full villain mode there. Oh, that, that was <laughs> <laughs> I did, thank that you, Matt. Oh, yeah, that God. was excellent. awesome. Wow. Wow. <laughs> our, uh, our players included, and here's a list. Our players included David Gasway, Alex Sun, Riley Kruger, Connor McLean, Daniel Topalis, John Dos Passos, Julian Arpa, Nathan Decker, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the game master. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the occulted realms of magic and conspiracies and the unknown armies role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.